Tonight on Timcast IRL, a man on a plane threatens to kill every passenger unless they meet one condition. They accept that Jesus was black. Dun, 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 dun. Tonight. How's it going, everybody? How's, how's the intro going? Was that a good intro? <laughs> a strong start. Very strong start. Getting better and better, Tim. Getting better. I just watched uh, an episode of the new Unsolved Mysteries, so, you know, I was like... I hear it's good. Yeah, but without that old that old guy, remember back in the 90s? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy made the whole show work, because he just sounded scary. Like, everything he said sounded like the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that show was awesome. But no, the sto- it's, it's, a re- it's a real story. Um, some dude was on a plane, an Alaskan Airlines flight, and apparently he threatened to kill everyone on the plane unless they accepted that Jesus was black. And although we don't have a whole lot of details, I think we know what this is all about. There's there's a hysteria going around. You know, Sean King just uh, in the past, you know, couple weeks said Jesus is not white. Tearing on the statues, it's white right. supremacy. We just saw a bunch of statues of the Virgin Mary desecrated, burned. One church, some guy rammed into it, tried setting on a fire. Two other churches burned down. Yep. So I don't know if that's connected to this, but I think based on, you know, someone like Sean King who's got like a million, I don't know how many followers he has, a ridiculous amount saying something like that yeah. to see these fanatics go out and do this crazy stuff, man. So we got a couple other stories, too. There's a, a, a really, really tragic story. This young woman in Indiana said apparently was walking past some people. They said Black Lives Matter to her. She responded with All Lives Matter. They get into an argument. Apparently, both groups found out each other was strapped. So they're like, no, nah, we, don't, we don't want any trouble over this now. Nah. So they fist bump. But then as they walked away, the other side ambu- like ran back, ambushed her, and just fired several times, shooting her in the head. Now, this, 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 this woman lost her life. Very, very tragic story. Black Lives Matter activists are now going to her Facebook page. That's like basically a memorial for her now. And they're yeah. inundating it with death threats and calls for death. They're attacking her. They're calling her racist. They're saying y'all are next. Things like that. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane, man. It's terrible. Yeah, dude. We live in crazy times, man. We live in crazy times, man. It's crazy. And uh, the other thing we got is, uh, Adam, you watched Uncle Tom. And I forced you to do it, too. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I don't say you forced me. We were like, yeah, watch. It's like, yeah. And then we watched it. We're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I basically, I saw it and then I I couldn't believe what the a lot of what was said in that. And it was, it's an incredible documentary. Every single person needs to see it. It's it's a shame it's actually 20 bucks to rent. Well, actually to own it. You, you, you can get it and you can get a physical copy. Um, but wow, what I've uh, really, it is really an inspiring um, amount of information about what black people have had to do to climb out of slavery and it is an incredible journey and they they talk about all the big players that that really helped the civil rights movement and i a lot of them i didn't know anything about so i learned a lot about um a lot about it and it's uh everyone needs to know it's yeah i it's, can, ba- it's, it's basically it's, i mean i can talk a lot about it and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later so it's it's crazy how how just absolutely insane everything's getting in terms of like race relations racial stories and all this stuff it's been nuts yeah. but uncle tom man that was really interesting it's basically uh, a bunch of black conservatives talking about their perspectives the things they weren't taught and yeah. my my perspective on it was just like you know if, if you're going to claim to be anti-racist mm-hmm. and you want to support marginalized communities yeah then you absolutely need to watch this and share it oh the and names so that, are wrong what names are wrong? Our names. Oh, you have Ian still up. Yeah, you, you just... Uh, I'm not Boom. Adam Krigler. Thank you, chat. There I'm, we go. Oh. And, and also, is my mic okay now? Because we he was fiddling with the mic. I was so turning the, it up. The mic should be good now. 
Ooh, so magic. love you guys. Sounds better. Chat chat's the best. Yes, oh, these are good. It. Chat's great. I didn't change one. You changed this one back. I I might have changed that one back. Yeah, but right, the individual so ones. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, All right, whatever. So yeah, yeah. About Which this, I, you know what? Man, I I learned so much. Really, it's about uh, classic Republicans. A, a lot of the civil rights movements were were made by Republicans. You know? Oh, totally. It's but I mean the I civil war was the Republicans. That's Abraham true. Lincoln. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, man. Was your audio low? Is that what they were saying? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good now. Everyone's saying it's good. We, we tested it earlier. This is so ridiculous. Thanks, for, for those For those that don't know, earlier today, there was there's, this is a huge, this is a crazy story having to do with censorship. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to mention it, but we're, we're approaching, I think, like a couple minutes in. So, oh, Adam, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta defer to you on this one. What? They, oh. gotta, they have to do something. Sorry, I was, reading, to, I was reading the chat. I was, they, I was they uh, distracted. They there's there's something that they have to do. Does it have something to do with smashing the like button? Well, that's literally <laughs> that's literally what they have to do. Yes, to do smash the like button. Ha <laughs> 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 And we have sound. Look yeah, I'm. Uh, it, you know what? It's been a long day. I, I've for for those who don't know, who, who if you don't follow me on Twitter, I or Facebook, I guess. Although that's that's only people who know me. But today on Twitter or on Facebook, I announced that I am voting for Trump. And I said, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. You know, I'm. I some people blocked me right away. And uh, I kind of I knew what I was getting into. I know people don't like to talk about it, and I got major emotions flack from it. So it's been a long day, you yeah. know. I've I've been doing. I mean, my brain is tired. But we're gonna every talk day, about it we're gonna every day. I'm I'm like just soaking my brain in information, and I, I'm not gonna stop. But it's today was a long day, so. Well, so smash the like button. Thank you. Smash the subscribe button. That's important too, because you know a lot of people don't subscribe, but you should. And the notification bell. But uh, there's problems with the audio because earlier today, there's actually a really big story. And in order, this, this is actually a kind of hilarious thing we can open with, Patreon lawsuit. For those mm. that aren't familiar, Patreon is a woke subscription service yeah. where you sign up, then people can choose to donate to your Patreon. I think everybody knows what Patreon is for the most part. And there's a lawsuit going on right now having to do with Owen Benjamin, who's a comedian who got banned, you know, I guess for hate speech or something. And Patreon is now suing his patrons in order to actually hear the, the lawsuit, the ongoing lawsuit. I had to download Zoom. That was the link. It was like, join the meeting right now. You had, I, I actually got to go in the room. It was really funny because I don't think they realized how prominent this case was, how important it was. So yeah. There was like 200 people in this room. Okay. And people weren't muting their mics. So the judge was like, hold on, I've got to ban this person for, you know. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, yeah, because people didn't, like someone, like you'd hear audio looping and people didn't know. Right. It was really crazy. But uh, so I downloaded Zoom. Zoom broke the drivers. I'm not, I'm not saying that to dig or disrespect Zoom. I, I'm just saying that's what happened. Yeah. And I guess they tweeted at me like, let us know if you need any help. But something happened with the sound drivers. It broke it. We had to reinstall it. It changed everything. I, I successfully duct taped it all back together. <laughs> we're using, a, uh, we're using a, a, an XLR splitter to make, make it work. I'm actually holding two wires together underneath <laughs> the, the desk. The you current, can't see it. The, audio, the current is actually going through <laughs> Adam. It's electrocuting me yeah. a little bit. It's keeping him awake. <laughs> well, so let, let, let's, let's, let's do this. I want to briefly talk about this Patreon thing. Yeah, let's and then, and then we'll dive into the crazy news once people have a chance to actually join in. But so uh, Mike Cernovich was tweeting about this. He, he was in the, in the Zoom meeting. And I'm, I don't want to, I'm not a lawyer, so I could probably get a lot of this, the, these details wrong. But there's, this, is really, this is really crazy because Patreon, uh, Patreon banned Owen Benjamin. 
his patrons, I guess, then filed for like an arbitration because Patreon's terms of service say like any dispute must be brought to arbitration, not lawsuit or something. Okay. And then there's this law in California that says that Patreon has to front the cash for the overhead costs for arbitration. And Patreon realized that each individual case is it's going to end up costing them millions of dollars to go right. to arbitration. It's worse than just going to court. So they tried getting the, arbitra- uh, the arbitration to end, I guess. And the, arbitra- the arbitrator guy was like, no. So then they filed a lawsuit against Owen Benjamin's patrons. I could be getting some of the details wrong because I'm not entirely sure. I was just listening in on this court case. But the general idea is that Patreon changed its terms of service at the last minute because they knew that these claims would destroy their company. They, but they, they call it irreparable harm. But they changed, they changed all those things after they already went to arbitration, right? After so They already took them to arbitration, I mean. Some people filed for arbitration. Okay. And then a bunch of other people filed later mm-hmm. after Patreon changed their terms of service. Okay. So Patreon's like, oh, but, but, but you agreed to the new terms. And so the lawyer for these patrons was basically like, nah, you can't do that. Right. If I agree to a, an arbitration clause and then a conflict arises because of something you did, you can't change the terms later. Right. He, After he, the fact. He, he mentioned a, a specific case that where it's like, no, the, the terms that will be applied to this arbitration are the terms from the creation of the, the dispute. Like, yeah, when they actually banned Owen enter, Benjamin. It, right. Okay. So that means that means basically it looks like it's it looks like it's leaning against Patreon. It's going to lean in favor of Owen Benjamin's patrons. That sounds like a really good thing. It could be. It basically means that all of these tech companies can be sued, as, you know, brought to arbitration, and they'll be bankrupted. Yeah, but yeah. Patreons will be. It, look, if this if this goes through, Patreon might be bankrupted overnight. Hmm. Yeah, that could just bring them down. The argument is that. I guess, and I could be wrong about this. I'm not entirely sure. It's like a tortious interference claim okay. where basically the patrons of Owen Benjamin are, are saying that Patreon interfered with their contract with Owen Benjamin. Because when you sign up for Patreon, you're saying, I'll give you five bucks in exchange for what you offer. By Patreon banning this person, they severed the contract between Owen Benjamin and the patrons, Right. which is their argument is tortious interference. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Some of the details I probably got way wrong. All I was doing, I was listening to the judge and the lawyers talk about it. But if and there's, there's a thread from Mike Zernovich, I, I, I re, Mike Zernovich, I retweeted it. Go to my Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Timcast. Check it out because this could be a seriously game changing anti-censorship ruling. Yeah. Like if I don't I don't know what would happen now, because I'm sure that the courts will try to be reasonable to Patreon. But a lot of people got banned before these new terms and didn't know they could do this. Now, I'm sure the, the Patreon would argue that's not our fault. You didn't know what to do. You know, you can't now sue us a year later under these, you know, these rules. But if they argue that Patreon changed their rules because they knew arbitration was coming. Yeah. I think every single person banned from Patreon, should, w- w- wouldn't you then be able to have yeah. all of those patrons, 10,000 plus people? I was reading about it. It seemed like the judge was looking at them at Patreon and going, why do you think that this is okay what you did? It's not okay. Yeah, and, and knowing that, it's like it looks awfully bad for Patreon. So. This, you know, if I was a lawyer, I could probably give you a better. Uh, I could definitely give you better. There's a lot better, you know, individuals than I. Yeah, but I wonder what would happen if, say, like Sargon of Akkad, of Akkad, who got banned, and he had several thousand patrons. Yep. All of a sudden, every one of his patrons now filed for arbitration, saying, you know, based on the terms before 
Right. You banned Sargon before you changed the terms. Our dispute is over before you change the terms. Nothing to do with new terms. And the other thing, too, is I don't know what the statute of limitations would be. But if many of Sargon's patrons quit Patreon, they never agreed to the new terms, which means anybody who canceled their patron account after they banned even Lauren Southern or, or, or Sargon could probably whatever the, the time frame might be two years. Who knows? You know, make, make an arbitration claim. Hmm. Saying you severed my contract with Sargon, and think about this: there's a, there's a real there's a real harm there, in my opinion. You had direct access to your favorite creator, to your favorite political pundit, yeah. by paying them a serve a, a fee. Right. You could then post directly on things that gave you exclusive access. By them banning him, they took away your ability to communicate with this higher profile individual that's hard to, hard to reach. Mm-hmm. So that could cause you, you know, that's, that's, you could argue that's a real damage. I don't know if you can argue actual damages though, like how much money did you lose? Right. But I think I'm not a lawyer again. So I, there's probably a lawyer sitting there going, he's so wrong. What a moron. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I guess based on what I've heard today, every, it, it stands to reason, depending on the statute of limitations, if uh, Sargon got banned, like almost you know, a year and a half ago, so it might be too late. But maybe the statute of limitations is two years. I thought it was like seven years or something. For arbitration over... Oh, I don't don't, Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it... I don't know. We'll see what people are saying. Maybe there's like two years for for claims in California or something. But imagine what would happen if like 10,000 people went after the social media company and said, we want an individual arbitration. It would cost Patreon $30 million, some ridiculous number. They don't have it. No. So how... and, and, And they'd be spending every waking moment of their existence in court. It's their own terms. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the, the lawyer was saying that it's actually very beneficial to them. So anyway, that's the gist of the story. I don't know, you know what else there is to bring up as far as that goes, but this could change the game of, on, uh, on censorship. Well, it's kind of along the same lines of the reforming 230. Right. You know, we, got, we have to look at the way social media is a platform that everyone uses. It's the new public space. So Patreon is, is, is the way that funds the public space for specific people to reach out to the community well the, know, the, the, if, they, the, if they you know cancel you essentially cancel you that's what they did right they, they banned well, this him. is uh was the reason they banned him anyway hate speech i think okay but this is this is interesting because it, I, I guess it's a, a tortious interference argument okay like i had a contract with this person and you broke it by banning him that's weird though because imagine if like i agree to you, Adam, to give you five bucks a month so that I can follow you on Twitter, okay. regardless of what Twitter offers me. And then if Twitter bans you, can I argue that they broke the contract I had with you? You hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, like like Patreon's core function is this subscription service. So I don't know. The whole thing seems weird. I have the uh, definition of tortious interference right here. It says, also known as intentional interference with the uh, contractual relations in the common law of torts uh, occurs when one person intentionally damages someone else's contractual or business relationships with a third party causing economic harm. Hmm. I don't know, man. No idea. Law speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I think? I think they might lose, but I think it'll jam up Patreon really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think they mentioned that was actually the tactic, that yeah. it'll force them to front millions of dollars whether they have an actual claim or not. All right. It's going to seriously hurt patreon yeah well you know don't go around censoring people you know what we need section 230 reform if the speech is legal the speech must remain yep we can't we can't do it man it's getting bad and i'll tell you what this is gonna we're, we're, we're gonna segue in a second into our main story 
But when people get inundated with 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 the same thing over and over and over again, they go insane. But the problem is social media is really isolating. Yep. So the people who are on these platforms are following very specific bubbles. Echo chambers. Yep. And when the echoes keep hitting hitting them in the face over and over again, they keep hearing the same thing. Especially when, you know, when you, you, you've spoken about this a couple of times, we'll, we'll go one media will write something and whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. It'll enter the echo chamber and it'll do, start doing its rounds. Right. And then the yep. next company will see it and be like, oh, right. And one up it a little bit. Exactly. And then it continues through Make assumptions and it keeps getting a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse as it travels through yep. the echo chamber. And by the time it comes back to the original person, it's probably a brand new story in their head and they see it and, and then go, they see it whoa we'll see, so it'll, it'll pass it'll, that it'll, along it'll be like this they'll see a story that'll say like trump's polls drop you know is this the end question mark right and then they'll write like wow things are getting really bad for trump then someone will see things are getting really bad and they'll be like whoa with the bad polls trump could be really trump could be losing and someone writes whoa trump, trump is, is losing look at the polls though <laughs> trump is losing right. trump is losing and then it makes it all the way back to the original guy who wrote the first story and it says, this is the end for Trump. It's game over. And he goes, I knew it. I game knew over it. for Trump. <laughs> See? Yep. I knew it. I called this yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> right. And then someone else sees it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm surprised you don't actually get stories where it's like just really crazy. Donald Trump did a triple backflip off the roof of the White House. Perfect 10. The Olympic Committee was there. Went, went nuts. Purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> just like increasingly insane. Yeah, that's true. I guess that shows you there's like a thread of, of, of standards left at these companies. Maybe. Because like, because you think about it. If if someone wrote a story saying like Donald, you, you, like look what they were saying about Donald Trump walking down the the the, the, the ramp. Remember Slowly. that? Slowly. I watched the video. I was like, huh? Yeah, it's like, it's like what if nothing happened? I you know, ramp, sometimes ramps don't have like a grit on them. You know, like a sandpaper. Sometimes they do, and if if they don't, and it's just a slick surface, I wouldn't want to walk fast. And, did you and no, but, but, fall on, down? Wait, wait. Did you watch the video? I did. He's just walking. Yeah. Nothing he, he's walking. unique about it. He, he, it's not walking fast, but sure, he's a 70-year-old guy. Like, what do you expect? I, did, I noticed nothing. You know, spinning in a cane. Doing the lady like, hop. No. Uh, no, no, no. Hold Who on. Who cares? The, the point is, there was no story at right. all. Yeah, that's what I, I don't I pressed understand. play, and nothing happened. He wasn't <laughs> walking slow. He wasn't walking fast. He was just walking down a ramp. That's it. Yeah, that's... I was like, why are we And walking then someone this? was like, doesn't it look like he's walking slow? And then someone writes, he is walking slow. And someone's like, what's wrong with Trump? Is he dying? And then it's like, Trump is very sick, as, as evidenced by his inability to walk. And the next one is like, Trump is bedridden. And the next the, one is like, Trump the, must be gone. The drinking water thing. Do you see that? Yeah. So someone, someone hit me up with that. They're like, well, look at this. How do you explain that? And I was like, well, actually, it makes perfect sense. Look at, look at the sleeves of his suit. So I, I modeled suits for a long oh, time. Oh, that explains it. And a lot of the time, if the sleeves are too thin, you can't you can't make this gesture because it bunches up right so here. So he pushed it. And looking at it, I, that's exactly what happened. He like went and it was like nope, and he was like oh, and then he helped his. You've got to like push to your arm out. Yeah, you know, you, you gotta, have, like, yeah, you have to bring up the extra bits. Right. And like he he didn't. He reached down and went to yep. bring it up. He got tiny. And it his looks elbow. goofy, but it makes perfect sense. You know, what it's like hello. It, it, but listen, listen, come on. It doesn't even matter because imagine imagine a world where Donald Trump drinks water and it becomes an international news story. That's how low they they go, though. <laughs> you know what, you know what I call it? What scraping the bottom of the barrel so hard they're pulling up wood chips? Yeah, that's a good point. They're like, and they pull up a chunk of wood. And they're they're like, like, I think it's we, food. We got it. Look. <laughs> so I, I look. I look. I looked up the definition, <laughs> like the, the 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 meaning of the bot, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. 
And it was a reference to when the food was not left. Yeah. You scraped the edges to get what little bit of food you could. Okay. So I'm just imagining, like, that's that's my analogy. And then I, I've, I've actually gone crazy with it because I, just when you think they can't get any crazier, mm-hmm. it's like they do. Yep. And so I called it I called it scraping at the bottom of the barrel when they complained about Trump, you know, like, saying a certain thing to a certain politician. Yeah. Then it was like, you know, Trump's ice cream. And I'm like, that's scraping the bottom of the, bar- bottom of the barrel. <laughs> then it was like, you know, Trump walking down a ramp. And it's like, well, they're pulling up wood chips. Then it's like Trump is drinking water, and I'm like, man, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel so hard, there's no bottom left, and they're they're pulling up dirt. Yep. There's like, we found, we found now. more food down here. What is it? I don't know. Eat it. Going to China. It's, it's filled with B12. Yeah, it, it, is, it, it is, right? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of B12 <laughs> in dirt. Well, there you go. They found Random a Random nutrient facts. Yeah. Well, let's get to the, to the main story, everybody. If you haven't already, make sure you uh, destroy the like button. Decimate it. Get a little tap. Decimate it from space. Decimate means to reduce by ten percent. Okay, <laughs> I'm just makes sense. Redoing. Reduce yeah. the the like button by ten percent. That now, doesn't sound as good. I'm I'm, I'm pulling hairs though. It's kind of a shame because decimate sounds awesome. That's a I was, cool I, word. Well, decimate I, that like button. I brought that up because I was reading something on Reddit where they were like, decimate is now used colloquially to refer to like destruction. Okay, but it was a specific reference to re- reduction by ten percent. Deca <laughs> meaning ten or whatever. That's funny. So uh, anyway, yeah, but subscribe as well. If you haven't subscribed, you really should. Subscribing and liking and uh, notification bell, you're telling YouTube you really like us. And then when you do that, YouTube says maybe other people will like them and then shares it. So you and should smash that like button, basically. Yeah. yeah. Smash it. And shares smash and all that stuff. But, uh, but interacting with YouTube, engagement, comments, and super chats, because that's how YouTube, yeah, the algorithm works, I guess. Nice. I don't know exactly how it works. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got a crazy story for you. Check this out. Alaska Airlines flight makes an emergency landing in Seattle after passenger threatens to kill everybody on this plane unless you accept Jesus was a black man. Mm. Now, why would he be saying that right now of all times? You Sean, know, Sean King. Not just Sean King, though. It's it's the it's the insanity of the news cycle. That's true. Black Lives Matter is painted everywhere. This this zealotry, this fanaticism is it's it's over the top. It's absolutely over the top. I mean, no one's arg- out arguing that Jesus was a white dude. He was some people Middle are. Eastern. It's like I think for the most part, people accept he was he was a Jew from you know Israel yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's Nazareth. Everyone yeah. agrees on that. Like, where are they? Who are they yelling at? Who, well, who are but, they fighting but, with? But this? there are people who, you know, like I, I watched a video on this. Jesus was depicted by every different race as their race. Yeah. And that's, like that's in how, Japanese that's how art, it be. in Indian art, it's like the, the god African that you art. worship. Whoever it is, make it who you want it to be. Like I don't understand what's wrong. Well, with each that. culture thinks it represents them. Yeah, each race. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, that doesn't even it doesn't even matter to me. Like, look, Jesus was a Jew from Nazareth. Right. He was Jewish. He was from Nazareth. I don't think. I don't. I don't. If you you can believe whatever you want to believe, man. Some people believe. Agreed. Like some people believe some really crazy stuff. Yes, they do. Like white privilege. Yes. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Well, whatever. <laughs> Everyone can believe whatever they want to believe. You know? Right, right, if right. If they think Jesus was black, that's okay. Believe but to that. go on a plane and force it upon someone and else, threaten people. So check this out. Check this out. This is bound for O'Hare, man, of all places. Oh, gosh. They say in Alaska, uh, uh, video footage from the incident shows the man wearing a face mask moving through the cabin of Flight 422 bound for Chicago, yelling, I will kill everybody in this plane unless you accept Jesus was a black man. As he moves past alarmed passengers in the seats, he is heard shouting, accept it and die in the name of Jesus multiple times. That's frightening. Look at this guy. This guy's nuts. And he looks like a white dude. According to Alaska Airlines, the flight took off around 11.15 p.m. from Seattle Tacoma Airport, and the incident kicked off 20 minutes in. Gee, 
Seattle. Huh. What is How up about with Seattle? That? You want to hear something crazy, bro? I was talking about this story. In Portland, they let off 59 people on, on charges for protesting. Yeah. Nine of them were for felony rioting charges, including arson. And their charges were dropped. What? Charges dropped. You got something going on crazy yeah, in the Pacific definitely. Northwest. But you know what the craziest part is? What? In the story, they talk about how often these the police will arrest these extremists. Yeah. And the, uh, the grand juries refuse to indict. Why? Grand juries are not innocent until proven guilty. Grand juries are a preponderance of evidence, meaning a grand jury is just the court says, look at this guy bragging about throwing a Molotov cocktail. Here's him standing next to a fire. That should be enough for a grand jury to be like, okay, put him to trial. And then you get a jury to determine innocent, uh, you know, uh, you know, in, you know, to determine pro- a probable cause or whatever. Right. They couldn't even get that far. So this person was, was found standing next to a burning building, like inside it. But that's, that's where they were arrested. Yeah. Agreed. They posted online, apparently to friends. They did it. Wow. And then they admitted to when it, it came to, to, the, to the grand jury, they said, no, nah, it wasn't me. And the grand jury was like, let him go. Like, well, they said it's not them, so you, we're just going to have to trust them on this one. Did you yeah. see they, they nice called... Nice grand jury. You see they called it uh, the feds an occupying army? Who called them that? The Democrats. Tom White, Senator Tom, Tom Wyden. Where, where are they occupying? Out over in the Northwest, Their right? own federal courthouse. Let's, let's, let's talk about this next. Let's finish. Let's talk oh, about this story. We'll get to this one goodness. next. <laughs> but it's everything Trump supporters said was going to happen. Yeah. That they were waiting for Trump to make a move. We'll, we'll, we'll come to this one. We'll, okay. say, we'll save that one. Let's, let's finish Put the... Put a pin in that. I don't want to derail on this airline story. So apparently it took three people to subdue this guy. They say the man became extremely belligerent and physically aggressive during the, the ascent. An Alaska Airlines spokesman said three passengers, including a law enforcement officer and a flight attendant, helped to subdue the man. In the clip obtained by NBC King 5 station, the men are seen following the suspect down the aisle while everyone else is buckled in during the ascent. One man then shoves the suspect and is joined by a second gentleman who helps to subdue him. Video filmed by a passenger shows the pair take him down as a flight attendant rushes over with what appears to be zip ties to restrain his wrists. A worried woman moves out of her seat before the flight attendant climbs over the chair to get to the suspect. That's crazy, dude. Look at this dude. Crazy. A man detaining the suspect is heard yelling at him to stay on the ground, and one is seen reassuring passengers that everything will be okay. Cabin crew then announced the flight will be landing at the nearest airport. The plane was forced to return to its origin. Following the emergency landing, the man was taken off board uh, by Port of Seattle Police. He was reportedly cooperative and booked into King County Jail. He was not immediately charged with the crime, but was being investigated on suspicion of harassment. Are you nuts? Terroristic threats. He was threatening to kill everyone on the plane. What? Dude, I'm telling you, man. Morality policing. Yeah, you're right. They're going to let this guy go. And they're going to pull some some BS like, well, in this case, you know, we don't think he really meant kill. He was talking about saving them. They say he was unarmed, unharmed during the detainment and no passengers reported to be physically harmed. The flight was canceled. and The remaining passengers were booked on another flight to Chicago, Illinois. This is crazy, man. Well, you know what? I bring you now to this story from Snopes. I'm very happy that I get to use Snopes for this fact check. Did activist Sean King say white Jesus statues should come down? Oh, goodness. King's tweet came as statues of historical figures were being toppled or removed in 2020. Correct correct attribution. Wow. Thank you, Snopes. Wow, they actually nailed it. Here's what he said. Yes, I think the statues of white European, of the white European they claim is Jesus should also come down. They are a form of white supremacy, always have been. 
in the Bible when the family of Jesus wanted to hide and blend in. Guess where they went? Egypt, not Denmark. Tear them down, he said. Look at this. Yes, all murals and stained glass windows of white Jesus and his European mother and their white friends should also come down. They are a gross form of white supremacy created as tools of oppression, racist propaganda. They should all come down. I knew it. I, I knew they were going to go after Mary. I said that when we they burned, when first they, said it. They burned a statue of Mary. A couple, right? They burned one and they, and they tagged another. This is over the top, man. This is an attack on the core of like many people's beings. Yeah, it's true. It's like you, you, I mentioned this earlier. You, you know, you could uh, tear down a statue of someone you, you, you idealize, like you, you look up to, yeah. a founding father maybe. The Virgin Mary is something well, way different. That's like someone reaching into your heart and squeezing. Like there's an attack on your faith, you know, your your world, your life. Yep. It's way more serious. As far as, you know, based on my perspective, I haven't been involved in any of the, you know, religious stuff since I was a little kid. Same. But it's very, very different, man. You can get into a political argument, but religious stuff is, that's crazy. Freedom of religion. You want to know what comes next, in my opinion? Oh, maybe goodness. not next. Maybe not next. But I'll tell what you this, man. We were, we were briefly watching the beginning of the new Fahrenheit 451. Okay. It's really well done. The one with Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon. Okay. His name is, we were watching the beginning of it. And it's a really well-written scene where Michael Shannon is showing Michael B. Jordan all these books they found, explaining why they have to destroy them. He's like, do you know what's inside these books? Insanity. He's like one, he's like, oh, oh philosophy. Or the first thing he brings up, he's like, people trying to give their lives meaning read read about people who don't even exist these stories and he's like oh in philosophy some tell you that you have free will the other say everything's predetermined it's nonsense but then he says he starts getting into offense offense culture mm -hmm. you write a story that's offensive and the feminists are now getting all angry saying how could you write this then they want those books burned so they do and he goes ah huckleberry finn and then he says see they knew this was offensive to you to the black man so they have to destroy this book then he finds another book and he says, see, this one was offensive to white people, so they destroy this book. And he basically talks about how the different knowledge made people angry at each other. And by destroying it all, yeah. they were able to unify, right? That made me think, you know what's going to happen at some point if we stay on this track? They will destroy every copy of the Constitution. They will burn it. And they'll, they'll cheer as they do. Mm -hmm. And then when you when they find you still holding it and believing it, They'll say that was a document made by white supremacist slave owners who created it to protect themselves and their slaveocracy. And yet and you're a white supremacist for defending it. And yet Frederick Douglass used those exact words. That's why in, they tore in, him down? in that constitution to prove that all men are created equal. And they tore his statue down. And we he, don't we don't know who tore it down. It doesn't matter. It was torn down. Why was it torn down? I think it was torn down by the far left. I think That's so, too. Point. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's because one day there will be a mother and a child of any race. Mm -hmm. And they'll be walking past the park. And the child will say, who's that? And she'll say, that's Frederick Douglass. Yep. He challenged Americans to uphold their own standards of their constitution for all Americans. He helped yep. end slavery. Yep. Wow. Tear him down. No one will ever ask who he was, what he contributed, what, what, are, what were his ideas, why do, we, why do we cherish him, why do we look up to him? The first thing he that did was, was when, beast, become, man, when was getting awesome. free was to get educated. He walked all the way to the first college that would, would teach him, and he learned. Dude. And he showed, and he was 
It's amazing. It's like his it's, his path is an incredible story. We'll get to it, but it's like that one dude in the Uncle Tom film. Do you know you know what I'm talking about? They, they talk about this in the Uncle Tom film. Yeah. But what's what's that guy's name who was like he, he's like I went to uh, my boss and was like why aren't I getting a raise? And it's like well the other guy had a had a master's. Yeah. And he's and, like so you know what I did? I got me a master's. <laughs> and then I came back. I was like I got a master's now. Sure enough, he got a promotion and a raise. Boom. Yep. Exactly. I, I I love that story of like but that so anyway we'll, we'll talk we'll, about yeah, it. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll come back Say to this. That. But that's why they tear down statues. That's it. Because when you learn, like people don't realize this, dude. So many philosophies did not exist at one point, and many more will will emerge in the future. We don't know. Yep. But before the American Revolution, government was by divine providence. It was like the king is the king because the the, the Lord mandated as such. <laughs> right. And that and and you had no choice. Yeah. Didn't that's it. it. It's like, that's it. And then all of a sudden, it was. Uh, uh, it's a literal liberalism, real liberalism, the right of the of the governed, uh, yep. the consent of the governed mm-hmm. to uh, started to emerge. And then all of a sudden these founding fathers were like, nah, hold up. You know, we're, we, we can we can do our own thing. We don't need you. Yep. And that was like a revolution. It was an ideological revolution. Yeah. That's why the American Revolution is so important. That's why they have to change history. What are they saying now? America was created 1619. They want that revelation to yep. be destroyed. Yeah. Why do they tear down Frederick Douglass? Assuming it was the far left, which I believe it was, it's because he was the person who said he, he won upped everything. He watered the, 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 the tree of liberty. Yeah, that's true. This, this idea emerged among these white slave owners, and they did not fully grasp it. Although, I, I, you know, people have mentioned the first draft of the Declaration would abolish slavery. Yep. But southern states were like, nah, and they needed the military support. I'm not saying it was the right thing. It was just they created this document where they had these beliefs in it, but it wasn't fully enforced. Then you ended up with people in the future, people like Frederick Douglass, yep. who watered that tree, and that tree flourished, making one of the best countries, if not the best country, on the planet. So they got to tear them down. They got to burn the books. They got to ban the books. They got to ban the movies. They got to ban the art because they don't want you to know. Because these these ideas are inventions. These ideas are you know they they the the idea of uh, of the consent of the governed, you know, innocent until proven guilty. These are created. These are, these are ideas that come together from people who stood on the shoulders of giants, the people who came before them. Yep. They got to tear those giants down and everything, everything, everything on top falls down with it. That's, that's, that's what scares me about all of this stuff. So anyway, look, when it comes to the stuff about the guy in the plane with, you know, black Jesus and all that stuff, that's the scary part, the fanaticism. Yep. That's the part where they're just like, they're, they're reading this stuff online and they're going insane and they think everyone's a Nazi. They think they're living in the Star Trek, the Star Wars Empire, and everyone's a stormtrooper. Yep. They go to man. Let, let's 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 talk about what's going on in Portland. So in uh, in Portland, we're now on day like forty four or forty five of these riots. Okay. These people are trying to burn down the federal courthouse. They uh, apparently Andy No tweeted one guy had a hammer, and he was like bashing through the window. And when the marshals came out, he whacked one of the marshals in the head with the hammer. And so they subdued him or whatever. So now, now that we have ongoing riots for over a month, not a peep. Not yep. a, where's the news? Where's the big breaking story? Where's the you know federal courthouse being besieged? No, nah, nowhere. I, I don't see it anywhere. I was talking to a friend earlier, and they told me, you know, well, I, I mentioned someone got fired from their job for posting a video where they said they didn't support the rioting and the looting. And the response I got from my friend was, yeah, but the rioting and looting has been gone, like over for a long time. And I said, no, no, it isn't. They it's declared a state of emergency on in right Utah now. like 
this week. Yeah. Like it was like it, it was it was literally last Monday, I think. Uh-huh. No, last Monday was Georgia. Friday was 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 Utah. Right. And Portland's still going on. Yep. The media's not talking about it. So you know what they say now? They got the feds deployed, the U.S. Marshals, mm-hmm. at a federal courthouse. Yep. Tom Wyden, a senator, said that Trump was using an occupying army against peaceful protesters. That's ridiculous. Peaceful. When they're attacking them with hammers? Attacking a federal courthouse. Yeah. It's federal jurisdiction. Right. This is exactly what Trump supporters said was going to happen. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. As true. soon as Trump sent in federal forces with the military or anything, they would claim he was a dictator. This is, this is what I was saying. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You, 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 you got to give me the credit, Tim. But it was, it was a, it was a larger it. con. Say it. This is this is not fair. <laughs> a very, I was saying it. That's what I've been talking about. Sure, but there's a it's very a trap. They they wanted him to do this. As soon as he did it, they're going to be like, "Ha, we got you, authoritarian." Bah. But but you know what's funny about it? What they did, but it's the weakest iteration of whatever that was supposed to be. So it reminds me of SpongeBob and Patrick, and like the city's burning, and and SpongeBob's like, "We did it, Patrick. We saved the city." Do you know that meme? Mm-mm. So it's an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. The whole city's burnt to the ground, but SpongeBob's like, we saved it. So it's like they've they've let these riots go on for over a month. Yep. And Trump doesn't doesn't move. And then finally, after like a month and a half, you had one of the marshals fired a less lethal munition. It hit some guy in the head. And then they were like, now's our chance. And they come out standing amid the rubble of their destroyed city. Trump is an occupying Trump's in an occupying army in, and there's fires everywhere. And right. there's like people beating each other. It's like you know, you don't look too good standing atop this pile of rubble complaining about Trump doing it. Right. You want to point fingers. Yeah. Got a few pointing back at yourself. Everything is Trump's fault. Always, Everything always. leads back to Trump. You it's know what? Here, here, here's the funny, I, I'm getting here's, sick of it. Here's the funny thing, though. When I, when I saw the article from Willamette Weekly, the headline said uh, it was like governor and senators in, or, uh, in Oregon condemn Trump's use of, quote, occupying army on protesters. Okay. What I thought it meant was that Trump called them the occupying army because they put occupying army in quotes. Right. I thought they were saying use of the phrase against them. Like Trump came out and said for a month, you know, this occupying army has been attacking. Right. And then I realized, I was like, wait, wait, they're calling the federal officers in a federal courthouse an occupying army? Right. What? <laughs> what, what, are, what are you talking about? It's a federal building. Right. Like that made no sense. That's why I interpreted it different. I thought Trump was calling the, the Antifa, who was attacking and besieging the courthouse, well, an and, occupying army. And now you got Minneapolis asking for federal, oh, federal help. You know, they're, they're, they're besieging the, the president. Please help us now. <laughs> look, at, look at this. Like, look, how, how are you not helping us with it's this now? fire. What happened? N- now, you want, now you want his help? They want 15 Make up your mind. $8 million or something. It's not the biggest. The total damage is 500. But yeah. Trump was like, nope. 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 Yeah. So this, this is this is yeah, this is that was brutal, man. Yeah. They they the Tim Waltz asked Trump to declare Minnesota a disaster zone, and he was like, mm, nope. Yeah, you did this to yourself. You know you know what I think, man. I feel bad for the local businesses. Absolutely. I feel bad for the innocent civilians. For the people that live there, for only, sure. Only so far. You know why? Because oh. they voted for these people. That's a good point. You want to vote for a city council that's going to abolish your police department? Then don't come crawling to me asking for money when people go around burning your buildings down. And don't call the police. This is the problem. When when you're in trouble. The problem is, I'm sure there's a lot of good people that need help. I I get it. But if you live in a community that has an ideology 
then maybe you can't live there anymore. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Listen, if, if the feds just keep bailing out this bad leadership mm-hmm. for all their mistakes, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. You can't just, we can't just keep putting duct tape on this stuff. Exactly. New York has been asking for money since before COVID. Because they're facing a massive, like, $7.4 billion budget shortfall. Then COVID hits, and it's like there's no taxes anymore because no one's buying anything. No one's yep. getting paid. And so they're like, uh-oh, the trains are going to collapse. What do we do? Well, we'll cut the police budget by $1 billion. How convenient. Sure, how convenient. And then Bill right. de Blasio got mad because Trump was like, I'm not giving you money. Well, and, and you know, the whole... Uh Someone actually banned me today on Facebook. They they were they posted a meme about the statistics of opening schools. This is this new battle, a new battlefield, opening schools so versus dumb. not opening schools. And someone was posting. They they had this meme that had all this nice math, and you know it was like, oh, it's got a one percent death rate. And I I said, you realize over forty percent, forty six percent, or forty seven percent, maybe. I don't know the exact. I think it's like forty six percent of all deaths came from New York. From nursing homes, from Cuomo putting in sick patients yep. into these places. And Murphy was worse. And he actually I, had a higher higher percentage. Re- in New Jersey. In New Jersey. So yep. I didn't even know this. Worse. So I just said that. And I was like, you know, so so this these numbers don't make sense. Period. That's it. I, I didn't like attack him for it. I was just, hey, that math is wrong. And he swore at me, said, do you want to get uh, you want to get bounced? <laughs> and then he called me some words and then, ban- yep. and then I guess bounced me off his page. Wow. No loss to me because you're spreading false information. And I can't stand that anymore. You know, Ben Shapiro, I, I think it was Ben Shapiro made a really, really good point that I just I loved it. What? So he's like, um, I'll, I'll paraphrase it. I'm, it, was a, it was a tweet. So I want to try and make it, you know, the full context. You've got all these different uh, states that are seeing spikes in cases. Yeah. But they're mostly asymptomatic, it seems. And the death, the death numbers, the death numbers right. keep going down. So I've seen they're going I, down listen, and down. Go I've on. seen a lot of people say, "Yeah, but it's, that's because there's a delay between confirmed case and when they die, which means in two weeks the death rate's going to skyrocket." Sure. Two weeks on, it has not skyrocketed. Yeah. The increase following Labor Day and the Black Lives Matter protests, we have not seen an increase in deaths. Nope. In fact, there's now murmuring. I think it. I think it came from Ron Paul. I'm not entirely sure. So fact check me on this one. Saying the death, the the uh, the death numbers mm-hmm. globally don't even qualify for a pandemic anymore. It's below those levels. Huh. Ben Shapiro made a really good point. He said the reason that New York City is doing so well right now is because Cuomo and De Blasio let the virus run roughshod over the city, killing every you know killing everybody. Now they basically have herd immunity. Right. So. Why is that? Why are they all? They're all cheering like, "Yay! The numbers are down." It's Patrick and and SpongeBob going, "We saved <laughs> the city!" And there's fires city. everywhere. Yep. They they the people who would get sick and die. The vulnerable people die. The vulnerable people died. Many people got sick. Now there's like herd immunity, and now we're seeing lower infection rates and lower death rates because the vulnerable people are already dead. Ugh. I hate talking about coronavirus. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I'm sick of it. It's it, the numbers don't make sense. They don't add up. We've already, I mean, we've I, always been a little on the, is this really going on? No, I mean, you know? I, I think it's, I, I, I take it seriously, but at sure. a, cer- a certain point when you, when you, you realize we've lost and I don't blame Trump for it. I was talking to a friend of mine who said that, uh, in their state, their guidelines are all backwards, broken, confusing, contradictory, and make no sense. Like yeah. you can't, you can't wear a mask doing this. You have to wear a mask doing this. You can, you can, you know, touch people for certain jobs and not this one. The cops don't have to wear a mask, but you do. How, how does any of this make sense? Or the whole hydrochloroquine. Uh, oh, man, don't get me started. Well, I mean, I mean, but look, but we're talking about it. Whatever. It's like, 
they they've the doctors have now said yes this is a, a an incredible drug that's cheap and it helps people survive this well, pandemic we, 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 we've had another report that basically said it increases survival likelihood and it, it doesn't necessarily negate all the other ones but let me tell you the problem man Fauci comes out and he goes, he was laughing about it in this interview. He's like, don't buy masks. The Surgeon General was like, stop buying masks. Yep. And, and w- w- the, the reasoning was apparently we were worried people would buy the, the masks the doctors needed. Sure. But they could have come out and said, if you are at home, you need a cloth mask to prevent you from spreading it to other people. What like, is it? Like, it sounds like a uh, fire truck. Oh, word. Street sweeper? Fire truck? No, that's that's an alarm. That's not a street sweeper, but it's getting louder. Oh boy! If the house oh, yeah. burns down, no y'all worries. will get to see it. Well, it's not our house burning down. <laughs> no, 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 we're good. Maybe apocalypse is happening, but okay. it's about time. It's the wedding in Kansas. We started. Right. We start. We're, we're we are really pushing the boundaries on on what we talk about, though. What do you mean, like getting banned? Just, I mean, that's a fire truck, though. I, yeah. I know that that sound. It is so. a fire truck. There's a. Fi- I don't. I don't know if you can actually hear it on the podcast. Maybe it's pretty loud, though. It's getting louder. It's really annoying. They're coming for us. Here, ah, wait. What, to put the fire out? I'll spin the UFO. Right. Well, so look, 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 look. While he's spinning the UFO, I'll just point this out. And everybody's realized at this point, Fauci deserves nothing but criticism. They, they've sidelined him for a reason. And we're seeing these news stories where they're like, Fauci is being sidelined. Yeah, well, the dude was wrong every single... You know, you know what Fauci was doing? What? He'd be like, two days after a news story would come out, he'd go, yeah, let's uh, not wear masks. Then two days... Then they run stories saying, better wear a mask. Two days later, he goes... Better Maybe wear we masks, should. right? I was like, "Wait a minute!" Fauci just comes out two days after the news cycle and just agrees with the media. He doesn't know what he's talking about, does he? Right. I've you know, seen man. I've seen too many videos of different doctors sitting in their doctor's office talking about COVID, going, "This is ridiculous." What we're what's we're going There's through right now? Only one thing that needs to be said. What's that? If you need to know what to do, you ask your doctor. Ignore yes. everybody else. Ignore me. Ignore Adam. Ignore yep. Trump. Yep. Ignore Alex Jones. Boom. Ignore Fauci. Ask your doctor what's right for you. Mm-hmm. That's the safest thing you can do. Absolutely. And if the guidelines are good and correct and everything, your doctor's going to know what's up. Absolutely. Everybody else is just trying to play games. You know, like like Fauci's got his position he's got to maintain. How come Fauci never came out and condemned the protests, the riots? Because that wasn't his job. Well, he, he can talk about people needing to wear masks. He talks about the anti-science and the asking, anti-masking and stuff like that. Well, what, why didn't he come out and say, we shouldn't have thousands of people crammed into tight spaces? Well, he did, he did start talking. Actually, it's funny. That was the last time I remember hearing from him. He said, you know, there, there's a chance that, like, you know, the, the, all these protests might not be a good thing. We might see an uptick in, uh, in cases. Yeah. That was the last time. Off, that was huh? the last time I heard from mm. Fauci. Interesting. Well, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> let's let let's let's jump back to this. We got we have another story that I, I really think we, we This is to, terrible. We need to cover this story, man. So this is from the Gateway Pundit. I am not a fan of the Gateway Pundit because they have published questionable things in the past. However, the story is written by Cassandra Fairbanks, who I know and trust, and I did personally confirm this story. The reason I'm using this segment instead of just showing you the actual Facebook page, the headline is Black Lives Matter sociopaths raid Facebook page of young mom murdered for saying all lives matter, torment her family. I could pull up the Facebook, but it's my Facebook with all my messages and friends and stuff and, you know, personal stuff. But I did confirm this This is legit. 100 percent. Cassandra, she hit me up and she was like, dude, you got to see this is insane. I don't even know if I can show what these people are posting. They're posting crazy stuff. So for those that aren't familiar with the story, there was a young woman in Indiana she was walking by a canal, apparently walked past some, some other people who said Black Lives Matter to her. 
She responded with all lives matter. Argument breaks out. Apparently both groups were armed. So they like chilled out and said, no, 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 no. We don't want to, you know, fist bumped. Then when this woman and her people, you know, her friend or her fiance or whatever walked away, once they got to this bridge, the other group turned, ran back and opened fire, shooting her three times, one in the head. She's dead. Why is not the story national news? You want to know what's even crazier? Why? It was what? it was posted to Reddit on unpopular opinion, oh, yeah, that's saying right. the story of a woman killed by a Black Lives Matter supporter for saying all lives matter should be national news, removed for trolling. Wow. For trolling? For trolling. Seriously? Reddit has become a a, a cesspool wasteland wow. of just garbage. Yeah, you're not garbage. allowed. I guess you, you're not allowed to post anything about uh, POC assaulting yep. being anyone aggressive. else. Yep. Yeah. Being it's aggressive. a violation of uh, administrator or site-wide policies. Yep. So they removed it. And now the story is on their face on the Facebook page for this woman, these these supporters, these Black Lives Matter people are showing up and saying the rest of you are next and things like that. That's terrible. They're posting it, there's there's thousands of comments. So Terry Cruz was absolutely right to yeah, he say was. we got to make sure Black Lives Better uh, doesn't become uh, Black Lives Better. Like that, you know what? This is what it, it really annoys me. It's like people think when someone says Black Lives Matter, they they're saying other lives don't matter. And that's not true. Black lives do matter. Period. You know, and then when someone responds with all lives matter. That's true. That is also true. They're both true statements. They're, it's like. I'm fine with both. I'm, nothing wrong with either statement, you know. And it's like everything has been weaponized to to divide us and split us. And, and we have to figure out a way to step back from that. That weaponization of these words that are all true. All all lives matter. Black lives matter. All all of the every every single one of those. Everybody everybody matters, you know. But it's a tribal it's a tribal thing. Yeah, it is. And that's and that's why somebody would die. I don't I don't know if I can actually show some of these posts um, because they're they're brutally racist, man. That I'm not going to show them. Nah, I can't do it. It's 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 like hardcore racism, pro death, wow. yeah, gloating. See, this is laughing. this is crazy. You know, we've we've talked about this many times. Like, and and even in that that documentary that we're going to talk about next, Uncle Tom goes yes goes into a, a lot of like racism was not really around, and it's it's reared its rug, ugly head, not because of Trump. Everyone is trying to bring up. This, well, well, the, hold on, hold on. Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of information that's true to, to bring that up. Go I ahead. Want, I want to rebut. I say racism was around. Of course. But, but to say that racism doesn't exist, I am not saying that. Racism wait, wait, exists. Wait. Here's the best part. They complain about institutional racism. Right. They're making it. Yes. They're they're making the institutional racism. Exactly. Like, I bring it up a million times, but California. This is, oh man, I wish I had this pulled up. The vote to repeal California's civil rights law. Right. It's amazing because it says yes and no for support or oppose on Ballotpedia. And it's right. like yes would strike the following text. The state shall not discriminate against a person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm right. like, that's crazy. Right. They're, and, and they're you know literally they repealing the Civil Rights Act. And they are creating institutional racism. Exactly. And they're doing something smart, claiming they're fighting against it. Yep. So, so here's no, no, even even worse. They're convincing everyone else that that's that's what they're doing. That's how the race, and they look, are convinced. The racists figured it out that if you want these laws and everybody hates racism, yep. you need to invert what racism is yep. to confuse the people. So, I was talking to a friend of mine 
and I was talking about their support for Black Lives Matter activism. Yeah. And I said, I understand the surface level of, you know, what your support represents. Yeah. But do you understand what they're proposing, what the, the, the changes they're proposing are, the activism, their funding, the, the, the organizers? No. Okay. You need to understand that when you go out and you support them, you're empowering things that you're not paying attention to. Exactly. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. But surprise, surprise, whenever I show people the repeal 209, they say, oh, my, that's insane. Yep. And I'm like, well, maybe you should be paying attention mm-hmm. to what these people are doing in your name when you stand next to them waving your little flags and defending them. Boom. But they don't do it. Nope. And this is what you get. You get you get an escalation of just the craziest, craziest stuff. So, you know, I'll give a sh- I'll give a shout out to uh Jessica Whitaker's family, they've raised $66,000. I'm glad to see it. It's a, it's a sad story. It is. No no amount of money is ever going to bring back, you know, this person. It's going to no. give that child their mother back. Have, I think it's going it to give that little, father his daughter back. Yeah. Three. Three-year-old. Three, three-year-old. Is that wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Three, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. A father lost his life. A man lost his fiance. Uh, a, a little girl lost her, uh, lost her mom. I mean, this is just... The amount of people that have lost their lives in the past month... Dozens. I'm speechless. I'm angry. It it pisses me off that none of them matter. Exactly. None of them matter. None of them. And they're all racist. And look at everybody's dying. Everyone's getting killed. Nobody cares. They're not out there fighting. They're still just chanting George Floyd's name, who, as far as I'm concerned, is is dying in vain. Well, George George Floyd got justice. Right. All the cops got arrested. Yep. And some serious charges. Yeah. No one supported them. Right. No one did. And Nobody out, did. And they went out and then a bunch of people died. And where was the condemnation? David Dorn. David Dorn. Good guy. There's countless of names. Yep. I, I, I can't even, I, I don't even know where to begin. None of their lives mattered. And why? Why is that the case? I'll, t- I'll tell you why this. Why don't those lives I know, matter? I don't I, understand that. Poli- no one, no one can political explain power. it. It's, 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 that's it's, it's the only power. thing that makes sense. Look, it's a power game. Their, their lives obviously matter. You ask anybody and they'll say, of course their lives mattered. But, but mm-hmm. exactly. Don't you but that? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want, if you want someone's name plastered all over the press, then I want other victims' names in the press. Absolutely. You, you don't get to tell me what name is the most important to plaster all over the country and, right. and riot over. If we, you know, this, and this is the problem. This woman, you know what the crazy thing about this is? What? This story was broken, I believe, by Cassandra Fairbanks. Yep. Like a week after it had happened really because no one knew the local reporters didn't explain what happened they said due to a, an, uh, an argument over black lives matter and language and then cassandra contacted the family and they were like she said all lives matter so they shot her and then the daily wire and the daily caller and a bunch of other journalists confirmed the yeah. family said she said all lives matter it's messed up they shot and killed her or that guy in wisconsin who was targeted because he was riding a, a harley what happened with a, a white guy driving a harley Someone targeted and ran him over and killed him. And his response was, well, all, all white supremacists ride Harleys. And it's like... That's are, what the guy said? Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's like, are you kidding white. me? And riding, riding like, a har- uh, like a hog. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, all, all white guys on, so on hog, what do you, bikes like that are, are supremacists. It's like, yep. where, where are you getting that information from? This is what happens when you let this kind of psychotic identitarianism take over the media. Yeah. And they, it runs them up. That Look, is racism. Hello, that is racism. They're targeting they changed the people definition of racism, specifically bro. of a certain race that isn't their own because 
they think they're they need to be killed. They changed the definition of racism. That way you can't you can't argue anymore. Well, they, did they didn't purpose. they didn't change my definition of racism. They didn't change the, the dictionary changed it. This is the game they're playing. Sure. And they're gaining the ground. They're taking the high ground. The dictionary now includes a, cir- a, 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 a circuitous definition of the word racism. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It refer- it's 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 uh, uh, it's it's a recursive loop. It, the definition of racism in the new Mir- in the new Merriam-Webster references itself, mm-hmm. its own word in the definition. They're breaking everything. Yep. They're terrorizing the American Check this out. citizens. Check this out. And it's terrible. Economist YouGov poll. Association slogans. Do the following slogans carry a positive or a negative association to you? All lives matter. Positive. Total. 53%. Male and female. 54 and 53. High school or less is 62. But look at this. Post-grad is 38%. Hmm. That's actually amazing. Post-grads, they're college-educated people. They tend to be the woke ultra-lefties. Yeah. And 38% have a positive association of All Lives Matter. Okay. That's interesting. So That's not interesting. all of them go crazy. And look at this. Here's, here's the best one. Let's go to uh, race. 58% positive black. For All Lives Matter? Yep. Interesting. Yep. And Hispanic is 47. Other is 40. I guess other is Asian. Sure. Great. Thanks, YouGov. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, white is 55%. 65 plus is 70 percent let me see if i can scroll down and see if they have um the 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 association for black lives matter here we go association for black lives matter among the black community is 73 percent so this is amazing it seems like the black community understands that both are positive yeah that's good at least mostly they both are positive not everybody and they they are yeah and look at this high school or less has a 42 percent some college of 44 percent positive association with black lives matter the total is only 48%. Check that out. So more it, people think all, all lives matter is positive, positive than, than, than yep. the other way around. Yeah. So for all, 48% of people have a positive view of Black Lives Matter. 30% have a negative view. All Lives Matter is a 23% negative and a 53% positive. Dare I say, All Lives Matter is more popular, more, more, more likely to be associated with positivity than Black Lives Matter. I want to do the same poll with no lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> See what people think. It's going to be I'm, all negative. I'm only slightly joking. No you know, lives because, matter. Because like, in the scheme of things, like what are we, you know? No lives matter. Like that's the great span of the universe. Like I, I'm, I always, those who follow me on Twitter, um, which you can follow me right there, Adam Krigler, um, you, you know I, I post a lot of space stuff. And I'm constantly thinking about space, about how, what our position is on in this immense immense place which is the universe it's like we are nothing we are lucky to be alive on this this bubble you know of oxygen you know flying around the sun we are so lucky to be here nitrogen adam oh excuse Ni- me it's what 70 <laughs> 70 actually actual actually adam it's nitrogen it's ni- <laughs> what well was deserved nitrogen yeah anyway continue. anyway we're lucky to be on the little pale blue dot. We very much so. You're right. Absolutely. We, magic, we are man. all lucky to be it's... alive right now. We, you know, I, I I can't stop thinking about this movie, Uncle Tom. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's, oh, let's yeah, let's pop over to it. Let's let's talk about it. So this 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 movie just came out. Uh, Larry Elder did it. He he's the uh, director and he wrote most of it and did a lot of the research and brought a lot of people on to do this movie. And it it shows the uh, black conservatives side of things and it uh 
Well, I'll just let me just read it here. It says, um, what does it say there? It says, uh, a collection of intimate interviews with some of America's most provocative black conservative thinkers. Uncle Tom takes a different look at being black in America. And and not only that, it, it shows it shows the history of civil rights from a different perspective that I I, I mean, I wasn't alive through it, you know, and I, I don't I don't know that that history. And it, honestly, it's not taught. I don't I didn't I had to learn it through this. And I think everyone needs to see this, whether or not you're a Democrat, Republican. This do, is my, this, it doesn't matter. Well, this is my challenge to anybody who claims to support Black Lives Matter to watch this. I agree. Because my question is, if you believe that black lives matter, then what about these individuals? Right. You know, these people who are speaking up and speaking out who want to be heard. Do their lives matter? Do what they think? I think it's I think, yes, I think 100 percent. Yeah, absolutely. I think black lives matter includes conservatives and their perspective. Now, I think they might be more likely to say all lives matter and, and Trump and MAGA. Probably. One dude, one dude's got he's got a shirt that says conservative thug on it mm-hmm. and like a MAGA hat. Right. But I think, you know, my 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 thing has always been, you know, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to try and be respectful. But they're all successful. They all work hard. They all talk about it. They all talk about being accountable for your own actions. You know, talk about things that when when you when you see the emotions that are, are triggered and, and people get all upset and, and angry, there, there's a. There's money in that, you yeah. know, and as sad and, and, and you know, bad. And I wouldn't say bad to say, but it's because it's the truth that they're banking on this. You know, it's like it sells. Um, this, 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 they talk about all of this. You know, there's a lot of it that they go into. But the most important thing about this is you learn the history of what they went through from slavery to now. And man, I am impressed. I am humbled. Uh, from the store from the stories that you hear Frederick Douglass I had I learned more about him from this documentary and it yeah. is it is an incredible journey that he went through and Booker many, Washington many of them yes and and the the stories that they they talk about and the 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 civil rights movements that they were a part of a lot of these people were a part of it they were standing there with all these people making these rule or making these laws putting these laws into place they're the reason why we're we're more free now than ever especially the black community but so, but everything that came after the civil rights movement yes. because of the fight of people like martin luther king right we got rights for everybody absolutely and and you know from that fight we've actually expanded in in, in many different ways it, you know man you know, it really 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 blows my mind Go the people who complain about this country when we literally just had a landmark Supreme Court ruling protecting the LGBTQ community. Right. It's like every chance given to prove how progressive and welcoming this country is, we do. Right. And they still complain about it. Yep. No, not enough, because it's never enough. We've granted rights to literally everybody. Yep, exactly. You know, there's, 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 it's not perfect, okay, and we're always improving. I get it. But it's like whenever an issue comes up and they're like, hey, what about this group? We're like, Okay. Well, yeah. what about this group? You got it. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, I'm still mad. We're running out of <laughs> we're running out of things to be mad about. Like, we're what are we be angry about? Well, why don't you work on your own life? Yeah. Why don't you further your own dreams? Why don't you focus on yourself? No one wants to do that. And that's that's something that we that personally I've been talking about, being accountable for your own actions. That's why I'm doing constant delving into these critical thinkers of the the greatest critical thinkers of our day because I want to be knowledgeable about what's going on in the world. I want to know what I'm talking about when I'm sitting on a show with you. Yeah. When I'm talking in front of 
how many people we got? 30,000 people here. Ooh. You know, it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be ignorant in, in the ideas that I know I was once. So this documentary, everybody needs to see it because it shows, it, it talks about being accountable. We, we need to stop confusing, holding people accountable for their actions with racism. And I, I see that happening a lot nowadays. And that's a huge issue. And the, people well, don't want to be accountable. They want to blame others. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's society's fault. It's a st systemic thing. You know, when, then when you look about it, it's like, okay, I could see the things that you're talking about, the systemic issues, and they talk about it in here. And, and it, it's kind of, it started long ago, actually, when the civil rights um, movement happened, there was a, you know, welfare they talk about welfare. They talk about Planned these are, Parenthood. These are, these are the these are the yeah. dangerous conversations for YouTube. I don't care. That's They're why important. this needs to be said. That, but, people but, need to talk about this. But that's why I challenge people to watch the documentary. Absolutely. These are the, these are the things that will get you banned. No, no, no joke. No yeah. joke. When you talk about like when you talk about the structure of the nuclear family. Yeah. Black Lives Matter saying they want to you know break it apart. I've heard this. I need to fact check this one. So definitely fact check this one for sure. Down with the patriarchy. It's one right. of their number one things they're they're trying to bring down. It's the traditional like, family. These are these are things that are key indica indicators of success. And I have to wonder why it is that you know many of these progressive activists come from families that are well off and and traditionally structured, and then go and advocate for other people to break their families apart. You're right. And to not have those families. That that. Yep. That was a that was a democratic thing that was going on back in the day. And listen, listen, long time ago. When it comes to welfare, mm -hmm. it's simple, an age-old adage: teach a man a fish, feed him for a day. Yep. Teach. Uh, I'm sorry, feed a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a man a fish, feed him for the rest of his life. Thomas Sowell talks about how slaves couldn't read; they didn't want to spread knowledge. And in 50 years after, more than 50 percent of all African Americans in America could read. They were literate. And he said that was historians should talk about that and how amazing that is because of what they went through to, to get to where they are. And that was 50 or 100. I don't know how long ago, 70 years ago now from from 50 years from when the Emancipation Proclamation. I don't, I don't have my dates exactly in line right now, but he's an amazing man, too. Thomas Sowell, man. You, that dude's a genius. How is he? Not, <laughs> why? How is he not being idolized? I hold on. No, you're not like, black, though. Why, why isn't he on? I'm, why I'm talking he on about. CNN? I'll tell you why. Hold on. No, no, no. I, I let me just want to finish what I'm oh, saying here. Ahead. How is he not idolized over Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I love Snoop. He he's he's got some some flows that I I can jam on, you know. But I don't I don't go to Snoop Dogg for my critical thinking thoughts. But Thomas Sowell is an incredible like critical thinker. He's been around. He was in the critical or. Uh, Civil rights. civil rights movement. He was there. He was standing there. Tom, Thomas Sowell is so much more than just this conversation, too. You're absolutely right. He's a brilliant right. genius just yes. in general. Absolutely. He, he comments on things well be like in politics and culture in on so many different spaces. Yep. And the economy. Yeah. The dude is the, the one of the best of the best, the smartest we've got. I mean, but, it doesn't but, matter race or race aside. He is one of the, the top critical thinkers America has ever produced ever. And and that and I mean that and they and and who do they end up putting on you know CNN Jay Z <laughs> I'm not Seriously. joking and what happens when Kanye West speaks up mentally Crazy. ill yeah right bipolar and, and manic he, he literally said we got to think for ourselves we got we can't let people control us because we're emotional and we're proud you know you know you know, you know what this is and that's uh, how is that how is that craziness you know you know what you know what's going on hmm. 
the Democrats have always taken the black community for granted. Yeah. And Donald Trump reached out. Yep. He's not perfect. Yep. He got he's at around I think he's averaging like in some polls really high, some polls kind of low, but he's better than he was almost double where he was in the aggregate. Yeah. So we had eight percent last time. He comes out and he does all these events. He brings on many high profile, uh, you know, black influencers. Yeah. And all of a sudden now he's nearly doubling his approval among the black community. I mean, it makes sense. He, he's done so much. Um, jobs among the black community are we're at an all time low under his all-time high. Jobs, jobs, unemployment, right. right. Was at an all-time low. Well, that's for everybody. Ivanka Trump pushed the Treasury to push, like, I think it was $10 billion into minority schooling. Yeah. Because they know schooling is is number one. It should be priority. Why are we policing across, around the world instead of, of going to our, you know, minority groups, not even minorities. Our own cities. Our own cities, the people that really need our help. Pumping it into those schools to help everybody learn. And when Trump tried to pull our troops out of Afghanistan. What did they do? <laughs> they blocked it. Everybody blocked why, it. Why did they block it? Do you Dude, even know? It is the, I, it, I don't know it's why. It's a war machine, baby. The, well, it's, that's what it's, I. It's, but what, what was their official reasoning, though? What I did they know. say? They didn't even, I have no idea. Okay. Because I, I would like they to. Compl- I want to know why. I want to know want, the reason why. They wanted an inquiry into Russia's putting a bounty on American soldiers something and that, you know, other stupid nonsense. Okay. You know what, man? The Democrats did, I, I feel like they've offered nothing to the cities in, entirely. These cities are, 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 are just trash heaps. Before we move on, I, Lydia, what did you have to say about it? You, you had something to say there. Okay, well, it actually gets me pretty heated that they don't actually care about the people who escaped from slavery and then chose to learn to read Frederick and make Douglas. something of themselves. Exactly. That really ticks me off because those people work their tails off. Yeah. But no one ever talks about them because that's not what they want to model. They don't want to talk about personal responsibility. They don't yep. want to talk about education and learning to read. Exactly. They want to talk about victimhood because they want control. Yep. I'm and convinced. I'm convinced it's about what's, control. What's happening is you, you, you ended up with Trump actually reaching out saying, I'm going to offer you something. And then he literally said, what have you got to lose? That's true. All of a sudden, the Democrats started realizing like, uh-oh, people actually care about black lives. Yeah. Black lives matter. Yep. And this is a threat to them. He, he put... Uh, to their politics. He, he did an executive order to pump $10 million into tradi- historically black-only colleges. Not that they're they're black only, but it's like historically they've Historical been black they've been yeah. you know black colleges, and he's pumping money into these places. Trump is. You see, these these are the things that I'm. That's why they have to call him racist. I know exactly. They have to. So so I'll bring up my my Twitter or my Facebook uh, thing today. I I woke up today and I I had that interaction. Um, for those who weren't here earlier, it was just about COVID numbers. Weird, right? Someone banned me from their thing, and I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of seeing these meme news where people are reading their news from memes that were, it's not true. None of this is true. I just posted, I'm voting for Trump. If you have a problem with it, you know, love it or hate it, talk to me. I'd love to talk to you about it. Let's, let's, you know, let's get this out into the open. And man, it is, it is is on fire. There was a lot of respectful dissent. Absolutely. And there there were some, some people like... Well, I can't remember exactly what one was, but they were like, later, bye, yeah. gone. I knew you were a kook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone's like, I can't believe you can, can you know, vote for a, a bigot and a racist and is, this person that, you know, well, man, wait, wait, wait. It, it was. Is, is there a specific region for, these, for some of these people? 
it, it is interesting that you should say that because yes a lot of them are on the west coast mm. a lot of them are along the west coast and the democratic zones there's some people in new york also which is a very democratic area you know it's like i i was i was talking to a friend of mine today we, had a, we were having a conversation about black lives matter and stuff and they asked me are you going to vote for trump and i said here are several reasons why i'm leaning towards yes okay why i'm leaning towards yes and the republicans and I talked like a little bit about Section 230. I talked about identitarianism. I talked about how basically having no real good choices, but what am I going to pick? Biden? The yeah. dudes, look, Trump can at least fly a plane. He's <laughs> flying it crazy. He's doing like barrel rolls and people are screaming. Yeah. But Joe no, Biden. man, he's smart. He knows what, exactly what, what he's no, doing. No, but what I mean by what Trump is doing is that like he's flying in a way that many people, whether it's because of the flight attendants screaming in their faces nonstop, yeah. people are upset, but he's flying a plane. Yeah. Joe Biden would fall asleep. And then the plane would just go. Mm. Well, and, and, but wait, hold, let me finish, go ahead. finish this yeah. point. Basically, the response from my friend out of Chicago was interesting. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to vote for Biden. Blah blah blah. Like, I no, nobody screamed in my face. That's nice. You know, but but I think it has to do with like the West Coast is insane. It's well, full of insane people. There's a lot of people in New York too that that a lot of people from were posting from New York as well. But you know, one thing that I started noticing was. There was a lot of people that did post that were like, awesome, Adam. And one one friend of mine in particular um, was from Venezuela. Oh, yeah. And he said, he said, I'm, I'm absolutely for Trump. I'm from Venezuela. I know what happens. I've been there. I've been through it. And I don't want this to happen here. I'm, they voted, thought it I'm voted for Trump. Dude. No doubt. They thought it couldn't happen. But what pisses me off is a lot of them were saying, how can you vote for this racist? How can you vote for this this bigot, this, you know, homophobe? And it's like, I, all I can think of is like, how how can you guys just hate so much when, you, like, the more I learn about him, you know, what he's done for the minor, minority communities that they don't want to talk about? Well, so have you asked them what has he done that's racist? You know, they always say. What? Well, first, he called Mexicans rapists. Mm-hmm. Right. And then my response is like, mm, he was talking specifically about illegal immigration and like alluding to the high rate MS-13. of crime, you know, MS-13, things like that. Right. He called immigrants animals. No, he was referring to cartels. Well, he banned Muslims. Well, first, the list of these countries that were considered threats was from the Obama administration. And he also included North Korea and Venezuela, which are not. Muslim, plus there's several other Muslim nations that weren't banned. So, right. but he called it a Muslim ban. That he did. So you got it. You got it. Look, I, I always say, like, listen, man. Does he have the tact? Exactly. Maybe not. Character. Mm. But is he doing <laughs> doing good things as a president? Yes, definitely. Got to give it to him, man. The economy. Absolutely. The economy did really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't blame him for COVID. He did not get us into another war, and he's been trying to pull our soldiers out. And I got to admit. Econ- economics is always good. You know, yeah. if people in, the, in this country are doing well and around the world, I'm happy. But my main thing has always been I'm tired of having arguments about health care and Flint and all these things yeah. when we're literally spending money on the war machine yeah. so that we can be we, we, nation building in the Middle East. Right. Why and are we, we doing that? We, we, we want to look. John Bolton's wanted to go after Iran. It's like I love that Onion article. I mentioned it before. It's John Bolton breaks into Oval Office screaming that he's been shot by Iran. And he's, it's a picture of him like holding his chest with his blood coming out. <laughs> yes, we get it. John Bolton said something like, next year we will be celebrating in Tehran or something like that. 
That's and then we've got bases in Iraq. We've got bases in Afghanistan. And there's Iran right in the middle. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Imperialist, military, whatever you want to call it. I, I, I love the people of this country who are willing to, uh, you know, put themselves on the line to defend our ideals and our freedoms. But I'm upset that the machine is putting them in a country for nation building. We don't need to be doing that. And trust me, I know a lot about the, the natural gas pipelines, the gas monopoly, Russia, Ukraine, Crimea, all of these things. I get it. I fall, I fall on the other side of this argument because I just, if I think it's, it's, it's a very weird position because it's the progressive, but also America first. Yeah. It was the conversation between Tulsi Gabbard and Dan Crenshaw. Should we have troops in the Middle East? Dan says, look, we really need it. There's a power vacuum, China and Russia, they could, they could move in. Tulsi saying, we got to bring our troops back. And I'm like, bringing our troops home, defending ourselves, rebuilding our roads, rebuilding our plumbing, in, investing in minority communities and impoverished communities to, yes. to better their lives. Yes. This is all what we can do for our community. And one of the things we can do is we don't need to be investing in the war machine. Absolutely. Now, grant, granted, a lot of that money is spent here. A lot of people don't know this. Like when they build a tank and stuff like that, there's people who work American jobs in this country. But then we're building roads. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're building, we're putting up buildings. We're building cities in these other countries. And it's like, you know what, man, look, I would love the idea of a utopian global community, Star Trek future. Maybe in the future, maybe we can work towards this, but I don't believe the way is to invade a country, invade two countries, start, you know, building our own, building other countries there. I'm just, um, you've got to give me a better reason. And if they can't for security reasons, then you got a problem because this is a, this is a country uh, that, that requires the consent of the governed. If you do not get my consent for what you're doing, because you can't justify it, well, you got, you got yourself a problem there. Yep. I would like to see the money invested in our troops. I would like to see it invested in such a way that our troops can be defending, protecting, and helping Americans who are in crisis. And we've got a problem going on in the Detroit area, in the Flint area with water, that for some reason they're not fixing. You know, we, we, there's a lot of things that can be done to fix that. Yep. The reason I don't talk about it, the reason I don't make videos where I'm like, what about Flint? I'm like, because war. And that's why when I see Trump is like, I would like to get our troops out of Syria. I'm like, okay. Hey, I'm mad that he fired those missiles at Syria when they're like, what about, you know, Trump wants to get our troops out of, out of Afghanistan. I'm like, here, here, good sir. I raise a glass, please. Yep. And, then the, and then the Republicans and Democrats are like, hold up, yeah. hold up. I'm like, no, 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 don't hold up. Yeah, why? Why, 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 why? There, uh, you know what, man? There, there is a real concern about power vacuums and stuff like that. But listen, the biggest threat I think we face is China. I agree. I agree. Not Russian Russia coming into Afghanistan or whatever this is. What, why? Why? Why do you think that though? China. Yeah, yeah. Give me your give me your reasons. Infiltration of our cultural institutions, of our academic institutions, manipulation of the of the public perception and psyche. The, uh, I I believe that, you know, when you look at things like TikTok, yep. the spying. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've been engaging in espionage and subversive tactics. They've been stealing our manufacturing base. They've been stealing our intellectual property. They've been extracting our resources. Yep. So they can enrich themselves, and that is hurting us. And when we had these complicit politicians, you know, what's, you know what's more dangerous than a power vacuum in the Middle East? China stealing our IP, and then American politicians giving our manufacturing away to China. Yep. So that the American middle class suffers, and then you end up with a decimated Michigan, which results in the collapse of the water infrastructure in places like Flint. Yep. So how about we come home and help our people, help marginalized communities? I'll tell you what. If the left came to me and said, we want a big push 
to, you know, allocate funds to saving the, 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 the oppressed minorities of the Flint area, I would say 100 yep. percent. Here's my offer. How about we take the funds from the from the Middle Eastern incursions, bring those soldiers home, reunite them with their families, give them a big old bonus even because yep. we're going to save a ton of money. And then with whatever money we have, we have whatever we can with the military, the National Guard go and start fixing these things to say, to help our own people Boom. bring our jobs back, bring our manufacturing back. The bigger threat is the loss of our, our of our economic standing. If we don't have jobs for the middle class, if they can't afford to eat, if they can't afford to buy homes, if China is buying up uh, property on the West Coast, buying up all these houses and taking our factories away, they are, and our medicine, general manufacturing, mm-hmm. then what's going to be left of this country in 20 years? Yet the obsession is we got to have soldiers in Afghanistan. It's just absolutely psychotic. Yep. It's stretching us too thin. It's a waste of time. So this this ultimately comes down to, Tim, why don't you talk about these, that, or this? It's like, okay, yeah, 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 get them out of Afghanistan. I'll tell you what, right now, we I, I wrote a song. Remember the song I wrote the, the other day in the room? Yeah, it was great. I wrote a punk rock song. <laughs> it was called End the War, F the Imperial Fascists, Vote Donald Trump. Yep. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is who, what who, punk is nowadays. <laughs> if you want to end the war in the Middle East, who do you vote for? Joe Biden? Huh. No. Right. Donald Trump is literally trying to bring our soldiers back. Yep. So I'm like, this is the weirdest, the weirdest song you'd ever write. He's he's literally trying to make our citizens stronger, smarter people. Yeah. Vote Republican to end the war. Seriously. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you look at the Did you look at the panel that Biden is starting to kind of pull together? Oh, it would goodness. be the third Pro term war. of Obama's Ooh, you know presidency. I was oh, like, really? blown up, blown up kids. Oh, no. Yeah. Great. Dropping bombs on Pakistanis. Obama was just man. What a role model. He was not. He was not good. He was not good. He, he you know, I feel like domestically he was just, you know, enough average. You know, it's really but he was charismatic. In this movie, um, Uncle Tom that we were we were discussing earlier, it it, it has a, a speech by him, and it's a great speech. It it's I I still feel like it holds true today, and he talks about America being an, an incredible place, and that if anyone thinks that like um I, I don't exactly i don't remember his exact words but he's basically saying if anyone thinks that you can't do anything if you feel like you're so oppressed in this amazing country that is america look at me right now i yeah. am the president and i was like oh good sir good sir and like he proved it anyone we you know you you can be president anyone can it doesn't matter what your skin is it matters what your character is that's america and that's what we need that's what we cherish here character they're tr- the- they're dude they're erasing martin luther king jr's dream i have a dream that one day my children will be judged not by the color of their skin but the content of their character he said i have a dream and it is deeply rooted in the american dream that's what he said verbatim that's what he said and then and then the rest but it is the american dream that he was talking about and that that is not what they're doing right now. I wonder they're why they're trying to break that down. That my great grandparents thought they had to come to this country, hmm. that they had to flee where they were, even though this is supposedly a historically racist country. This place is so bad; people are are Desperate dying to, to get here. Yep, dying. They're, but it's worth it because they know that they can be free here and they can do what they want to do. And we're basically, you know, one of the the least racist countries on the planet, if not the probably. When I went to Sweden, I learned something really interesting. I learned that they're very culturally homogenous. I don't want to say racist necessarily because they don't like other white people either. I did it. We did an interview with a woman who was from America who married a Swedish man. She spoke Swedish, but she had an accent. She couldn't get hired anywhere. 
because once they, you know, they would look at her resume and everything, bring her in. And then she said, as soon as she would talk to them, their faces would, would change. Oh, where are you from? America. Oh, that's interesting. No call back. Yeah. They were very like, hmm. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been living in, in Europe on and off for 15 years. So I am constantly meeting people that go, oh, you're American? I know everything about you. Yeah. Done. You <laughs> what? Because I'm American, you realize America's huge, right? You, like you're gonna. I, you, I I counter with this. This is my favorite thing. For uh, I, I'm in Paris for this example, right? Someone says it to me. Oh, so you're you're just like uh that German. You're just like the Germans then. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. No, no, no. I am I'm French, and I'm like, what's the difference? You live closer to Germany than me living I was to Texas. from Chicago <laughs> to Texas to California like you you don't you don't understand what you what that means then yeah. that all Americans are the same or all television or all the news that makes it over here you go to Chicago you yeah. talk about the bears <laughs> you get jardiniera or the bulls oh the gosh. bulls on their Maxwell hot dogs you know what i'm saying <laughs> and uh, you go to Brooklyn and and both of these guys are going to be telling you about their hot dogs and their pizza it, like we even talk different. I mean, it's mostly going away because the internet. True. But you go down to Texas, you see cowboy hats and guns and barbecue. Yep. Good barbecue. You can't get the barbecue anywhere else. You True. can't get Jardinera anywhere, dude. This good, is good Jardinera. Good Jardinera. Yeah, I've tried. It, it, you can't find you it. You can find it. They call only it hot, in Chicago. They call it hot peppers. Yeah, it's not the same. Nah, get out no, of here. You know what you're talking same. about. You got to get the right size cauliflower bits and people. People the, are probably like, "What's Jardinera? I have no idea." What well, for the right. people who don't know what Jardinera is, it's a Chicago thing. You, <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but 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 yeah. But, but, well, here's the point I was making with Sweden. Sweden is supposedly this very progressive, you know, leftward country. Right, and even they have prejudices yep. they're a small tight-knit country it's what you say nine million people well they they have a I, i'm going to use the term far right um it, and part of their country part of their government it's relative people but people also say well look at look at socialism look at sweden like how isn't it you know look at that and it's like okay yeah it's a country of nine million but people. they're not even socialist and they're right it's, it's, it's capitalist it's, market economy right it's a specific it they've found their their spot and we can't just shift, you know? It's like... This is what they, this is what they say. They say Scandinavia is socialist or democratic socialist when they're not. They're market economies with welfare states. And in the instance of Sweden, they're subsidized by weapons exports. That's true. So it's like, I'll tell you what. If you're one of the largest weapons exporters per capita, your state is making a ton of money. You can probably afford to give a little bit to all the people, 9 million of them, in and your country. There's a reason they didn't enter World War II. <laughs> they were the, they were the, 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 the weapons I'm dealers. I'm serious. Again. That's, they were that's neutral, it. right? Yeah. And you, you know what would be socialist? Hmm. If the, the factories were owned by the state. Or at least partially or even to any degree. They're not. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. Socialism is public ownership of the means of production. Okay. So Bernie Sanders proposed like 20% of all company stock goes to the workers or something like that for okay. like paying out bonuses and stuff. That's socialism. Right. You go, my understanding at least of like Denmark and, and Sweden and Norway, they don't do that. You own a business, you own a business, you pay taxes. That's interesting because uh, I, I have a, a friend who used to work at Tesla um, before Elon made some moves because he was taking heat from something or other that he always does, making moves. Um, I guess he was putting too much time into SpaceX and the Tesla board was upset that he was losing Tesla money. So he, he kind of had to, he had to reformat. But what I'm, what I'm uh, talking about is a lot of the people that work at Tesla got stocks 
in the company, including my friend. So even when he he uh, lost his job at the company, he still had a lot of stocks. I still think he does, which is pretty sweet, you know, for him. So they, they got these stock options when working there. Yeah. So it was actually a part of his uh, well, company. So that's kind of cool. I mean, we, we, we do this. In the, we, we offer options. We offer stock appreciation rights, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, if we actually said that the state owns a portion of each company, we'd be getting into socialism. Right. We don't do that. So we, we, we are, we're mostly a mixed economy through taxes and stuff. But anyway, my, my ultimate point was America is not racist. Like when, when you... For the most part, it's when, not. America you, is not racist. You're absolutely right. I when, agree. When, listen, it's when, not. When you go to start a business or open a bank account, they don't say, I'm sorry because of your race. Yeah. A lot of countries do. Maybe maybe specific sorry. welfare um, systems are racist because they were set into place 45 years ago well, when, when they were mixing it, you know, and there's a lot of We have that conversation about institutional racism. I mean, And it's the left sure. that's like trying to make that happen. You're absolutely right. I mean, even like Planned Parenthood, you know, I learned a lot about it. We've Lydia has, has you know, said some things that got me thinking. So I did some digging. And then of sure, sure enough, Uncle Tom... Boom, they dropped a whole bunch there's, of stuff about that specific a, thing, about up. Margaret Sanger and how nasty she there's was. There's an activist that's website. a nasty woman. Yeah. There's an activist website that's uh, plots on a map, Planned mm-hmm. Parenthood locations. Uh, yep. And it points out that 79% are within walking distance of the black and Latino communities. It's messed up. That's what Kanye was saying. Almost, almost 1,400 kids a day from just black mothers. But you, the, 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 this, this, this conversation about Planned Parenthood is very nuanced. It is. Listen, You're right. Listen. And most honestly, what, most things are. But go right, ahead, right. Go ahead, go ahead. When, when you know, when you talk to when I, I talk to my, my most almost all of my friends are left. Yep. You know, when I talk to them, they don't like they see these things. And to them, they're like, I don't I don't I don't see it that way. Because like, for instance, when my talk, body, my right. When I talk to my left wing right. female friends, they say I needed I, I have no job. I have almost no money because covid and I was able to go there for free health care. They didn't go there for abortions or anything like that. And they were like, if it wasn't for them, I'd be in serious trouble. Well, and that's that's when I when we first kind of talked about it. I was like, you know, they do more things than just this. It's not, right. you know, it's 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 more like I, I, I got tested, you know, because everyone should get tested, you know, for whatever, you you know, any STDs or whatever. And it's like, you know, I did that. And here's the important it point. Was, it was great. Is it the, it is, was, is it, listen, if there are people who need service and they can't afford it and Planned Parenthood provides that excellent, I'm happy they do. Yeah. If black activists are saying they feel threatened because they think these institutions are targeting them, then I think we need to listen to what they have to say, especially if you believe in black, if you believe in Black Lives Matter. Yeah. If these people come to you and say, please listen, your, your response should be, I'm listening. That's what they say, right? They That's say you should, you should be listening to what these actors have to say. So I respect it. Yeah, I do. Um, but, but, but also the same thing is true for my female, you know, left-leaning friends when they're like, I was in desperate need and they helped me. Mm-hmm. I respect that too. Yeah. Let's have a conversation and figure out what we need to do as a country to come together I understand everyone's got grievances. We, 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 have to, we, have to, we have to we have to learn how to function properly as, you know, two wings of the same eagle. Yep. Otherwise, we fall from the sky. How about them super chats? Yes. How about them super chats? Yes. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Two, uh, I, I, I wanted to highlight this super chat after all of that. Okay. From Kuroteran. We're all replaceable dust. Much respect, Adam. Make that UFO fly. <laughs> I, will do th- I will do that. Yes. We are, all but, you, we are all but stardust. We easy, are. Easy now. Thanks for the gigantic pear emoji. Super chat. Appreciate it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Matthew says, here is some money for Thomas Sowell's new book, Charter Schools and Their Enemies. Very cool. I saw that. Cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. cool. Yeah, he was talking about it. Uh, that's what his interview uh, yesterday. 
um, I think it was Mark Levin that was interviewing him and it was a, an excellent interview talking about charter schools and how they're great. And he, he kind of goes into uh, teachers unions and how ch charter schools, if you're a good teacher and your your class, the, the class you're teaching, if they do well, you, you get promoted. Yeah, that's awesome. And if, and if yeah, and if your teacher, if your class doesn't do very good, you're out. And I'm like, yes. Why are why are people trying to not have that be a thing? Because public schools, they they, it's not Control, like that. Restrict. I have no Te idea. The teach, well, it's the bad. teachers' union. Yeah. They they protect yep. bad teachers and they they push their own uh, like ideologies. You know, I mean that's that's another conversation. But specifically, just what he was talking about, it, dude. That guy yeah. just blows me away every time he talks. Now we're gonna read some more super chats, but make sure you smash that like button. Smash, 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 and uh, the subscribe button as well. If you haven't subscribed, please do so because it all of these interactions tell YouTube that the channel is good, and then YouTube the algorithm says, "Hey, this channel is good." So, so seriously, yeah, subscribe. Someone sent me this. Hulk hands. They're awesome. Hold on, it's it's official. Let me get my camera. There we yeah? go. There we go. So, what what do you think I'm about to do, huh? Hulk smash, <laughs> smash, smash, yes. This is what you all should be doing right now. We Smash. are very serious Smash. political yes, commentators. Very, well, very important intellectuals Smash. of the modern era. <laughs> you know what? I just want, I want more you people to, I want, to critical think. Let, hold on. I want you to remember. I want you to know this, Adam. What? In a hundred years, <laughs> when they're writing down, <laughs> you oh know, goodness. and looking back at history of the great, you know, Donald Trump presidency, whatever. They're like, back, there's, back there's before gonna, President Krigler was was Sure, president. sure. <laughs> they're going to be like... Some notable media of the you know early 21st century includes the Tim Castell podcast. One of the, some of the most popular and very serious political commentators, and it's gonna be a picture of you with Hulk hands smashing a pillow, going. Arr. There's one from from Adam Cast last Saturday where I'm I'm just doing this. I'm like, Arr. it's so good. Actually, I, I'm just gonna drop that. Me and Ian Ian Crossland uh, started Adam Cast IRL. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube. You can find my channel, Adam Cast IRL. We did the first official episode on my channel, and you can you do it. We're going to do it every Saturday night at 8 p.m., just like the same same as our show, 8 to 10. And we're just going to do it on Saturdays. And we do. He's an incredible musician. You can check him out, actually, Ian Crossland on Twitter, and I I think it's a uh, uh, worship worship Crossland on Instagram. Uh, great guy, but he, him, him and I started the show, Adam Cast IRL. So please do me a favor, subscribe, and you can uh, come and check us out. Apparently, on Saturday there's some other like prominent right wing dude named Ian Crossland or something. Oh. Is it really? Yeah, Ian was telling me about it. Oh, he's so hippie though. But like the other guy is like a UK EDL guy or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Can you look that up? Yeah, I'm gonna look well, when you right Google now. search his name, it's what you get. And I remember looking, I'm like, that's not Ian. Ian's, no. a, Ian's a hippie with long hair. And like, he's, you know? he's He makes me look like he made a conservative. He made dehydrated vegetables the other day. I know I'm doing a pretty good job of, of making <laughs> wow. that. What is it? What is it? What is myself. it? Yeah, there are two Ian Crosslands, and one of them is not like the other. One has really short hair, and he's really? got quite the, uh, quite the oh, resume. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, and, thanks, everybody. Uh, hit the notification bell. And if you want to get in your super chats, we, we can't read everybody's, but we'll read some more. Villa Music Dude says, I see people post intellectually lazy slogan messages on Facebook. At best, these are half-truths. I explained power and violence dynamic being used as a mask for justice. I compared it to my parents' origin, Yugoslavia. Friends wanted to hear nothing of it said. I know a dude, yep. known a dude for a long time, and all he does is post screenshots of tweets. And I'm like, is this your thing? 
these, these, that's, you've posted a picture of a, a, a some kind of furry character with a rainbow ring around it <laughs> who's complaining about socialism because yeah. homeless people should be given houses from bankers. I'm like, these are half-baked at best from random, random anonymous accounts. And it's just like, that's all, seven to ten per day. I'm just like, is this is what, what are you what are you doing? And when did all of these people become so conformist? Yeah, I'm like, some of the punk rock people I used to hang out with as a kid are now like diehard, like Pepsi, yeah, go McDonald's, yeah, they're posting messages in favor of me. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Big How corporations. Dumb. How dumb? Bug Pop says, when certain words are in my super chats, they won't process even the word that describes what this is. Anyone else have a problem? I've been hearing that a lot lately. Welcome to YouTube. Yep. Let's, I want to make sure we get some of these earlier super chats for the people you know who came in. Sure. Let's see. Uh, Essex was the first super chat of the day. Said, "Smash the like button in Adam's voice." Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Smash. <laughs> get smashed by the like button. Oh, it's fighting back. <laughs> Rain Mechanic says, "Where can I get one of those how dare you buttons?" It it was sent to us. Custom made. Yeah, it was. Sent yeah, I don't to know. Us. Made in China. Yeah. Oh, man. Surprise. I wonder what the I wonder what the legality of like using that is. Is it fair use because we're it's satire? I I don't, I don't know. Her voice is out there. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Deplorable pirate ca- Captain Gunbeard says to everyone who wants to defund the police, my pal Jeffrey Dahmer would love to have you over for dinner. Mm-hmm. He certainly would, man. He certainly would. <laughs> Joe Omler says, "Hey y'all." As they say, ignorance is bliss, so I'm done following politics altogether. Not good for the brain. I'm taking Tim's advice. I'm just going to go skate. Best of luck in the future. Much love. Hey, man, you got to do what makes you happy. Brent says, my wife is a research fellow at the CDC studying masks. Cloth masks are 3 to 5% effective. Surgical masks, 38 to 42. And 95s only work with a fit test or adhesive seal. She writes the data if you want a primary. But is that for spread or personal infection? So... What they've said about wearing a cloth mask is it stops you from spitting on people. Have you seen, um, they're, they're, like, when you sneeze, um, it's a blast. There, there's these videos that are people are testing with sprays to, yeah. like, show how much gets through. Every single mask they tried except the N95. No one's wearing N95 masks. If someone wears to a cloth blow mask, out? If you sneeze and you're wearing... You know, I guess I'll take this time then why, then, to shout that, out nah, these that, look, look, dope look, look, look. masks that we got. So. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. If you, when we cough, we we put our fists in front of our mouths. These are these are things we do to minimize spread. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you cover yourself when you sneeze, of course you're not going to stop everything, but it does stop stuff. They, they, yeah, yeah, of course it does. I, I, I remember this. Sure. I remember this when this first happened. Okay, when the outbreak happened, I remember Cassandra Fairbanks talking about getting masks, and people were yelling at her saying, "Stop buying masks!" And it was the left, and she was like, "This is so insane. Everybody knows masks work." Right. And then all of a sudden, it inverted. Yeah. And I'm like, what, this, yeah, what is this? Look, man, someone sent us these really great masks. This yes. one is for me. It's got a beanie on it. It has a beanie. This is, it's actually one of the nicer masks. I'm it's glad we got nice. it because... Yeah, well. and, they, and they fit my nose really nice. So but I'll tell, my, you, I'll tell my you this. My glasses don't get fogged up, so amazing. they're I've really seen, nice. I just want to shout out to uh, Nico Yume Creations. Thank yes. you very much Look, I've for seen, that. We really appreciate it. Or, I've seen a lot of these. Uh, uh, Allison and, and Jean, thank you very much. Appreciate it. I've seen you. a lot of these videos where they're like, wearing a mask doesn't reduce your oxygen saturation. But they always put on a mask and then like they'll, they'll, they'll have a, like an oximeter or whatever it's called in their finger. They'll okay. put the mask on and go, see, nothing changed. And I'm like, the argument from the right is that over several hours of doing work or wearing a mask, your, your oxygen concentration starts to drop. Right. I, we, we went to the store. I can't remember where. I, I think it was Lowe's. And I was wearing a mask. 
and we were lifting tons of stuff, water mm. and other things. And I had to take the mask off. Yeah. I had I had to pull it up. I was like, <sighs> I'm like I'm like huffing and wheezing because we were doing rigorous exercise, and yeah. I just I just did not feel comfortable. I mean, I don't have any problem wearing a mask when I go to the store. Yeah, I don't you care know? either. It's like I, I don't know. I, I don't when, mind when I go to the store. I don't notice anything. But when I was like lifting a bunch of heavy stuff from Lowe's, yeah, like yeah. we were getting wood and like water or something. Okay. Yeah, man. Because I'm 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 like lifting back and forth. We we it's it's heavy stuff. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, I was running up and down the stairs quite a bit this weekend, and I was like, I'm having a hard time breathing. I feel short of breath, and I was accused of like having psychosomatic system symptoms. And I was like, Nah, I'm not making this up. I'm happy to wear a mask if it helps other people or if it helps me contain my own germs. But I was like, No, it's not. Yeah. You just got to get a Kakashi mask from Naruto, where oh. it covers you know that you know comes up of your face or whatever. No, I have my Redskins mask. They oh, they changed right. the name apparently. So oh, we're gonna f- oh yeah to- as of today right? Did you yeah. see the Onion article? I have no, I don't. It said Washington Redskins announced uh, name change, and there was a big picture and it said DC Redskins. <laughs> so good, so good. Like Fry, like Fry says, Adam. Sorry, I missed Adam Cast IRL. I caught it today, and it was a great show. Thank you. Uh, take care, all. Keep up the great work. Spin the UFO and keep those little scientists techies dizzy. That's yeah. Right. Thank you, like Fry, like Fry. Villain Music Dude says, Did you see the journalist that said the crosswalk signs are a form of white supremacy? Yes. We saw something similar with how feminists equated everything that looked like male parts as tyrannical mm. patriarchy. How far does it go? Forever. It never stops. Yep. John Oliver was wrong. He goes, obviously somewhere. And then it never stopped. And now they're tearing down like statues oh. of, uh, of Frederick Douglass. No, why would it stop? Yeah, Once why it would started? it? It's, there's no one in charge, man. Yeah. It's a runaway horse. They don't want to be held accountable for their inactions. Yeah. Allie... LeCompte says, I don't know if you've ever watched, heard this, but it highlights the worst and the best of humanity on so many levels. Look it up. I'm not racist. Joiner Lucas. But it hits home more than ever. Watch it all the way. Curious what you think. Much love from Chicago. That is we a good will... song. It, is it? I like it. And I, while I ended up disagreeing with him because he said people elected Trump because we're racist, at the end of the song, the white guy and the black guy hug, and it's like an actual conversation. Oh, is that, is that yeah, the... Yeah, it's a video where, from a couple years is ago. Is that the video where the white guy's rapping? Mm-hmm. And the, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it's, that. it's good. It's good. Calvin Burns says... What are you guys' thoughts on the rec- uh, recall, Gavin Newsom in California, coronavirus laws? Is, is that them going back to phase zero or whatever? Oh, I guess so. They're locking everything down. Yeah, they're going back to. I don't know. I don't trust anything about I'm that. I'm going to move anymore. out to the middle of nowhere. Gavin Newsom. Build a big wall. Yes. Build. build. We're going to build a big, beautiful wall surrounding a new property yes. down by the river. Yes. It's going to be the best. Everybody agrees. Seriously, I don't, I don't trust anything he's doing, though. Gavin yeah, Newsom, no. of course. Yeah, the more I dig guy. into him, some, mm-hmm. it's funny. One of those. The, the lefties that, that on Facebook that are mad at me, I'll just, to put it lightly, you know, he, I said, well, you know, look at California. And he's like, oh, don't, don't even look at California because Gavin Newsom is dirty. And all the stuff started spouting all the stuff. And I was like, you, oh. you realize that's a Democrat in, in charge. And like, that's what I'm talking about right yep. now. How are you upset with me with what I'm saying? Because you, you're proving me, you're proving me right. They don't. They don't have anything to say about the Republican states. Nope. Well, they they claim that their 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 COVID death numbers are act are are super high. Like the amount of people have COVID. Yeah, but look at the deaths per millions. There's all the blue states have the highest numbers. It's like so, I look at the stats. I look at the numbers. I want. That's what I want to see. Yeah, New York was just a dude. They probably have herd immunity by now because of how probably. bad it was handled. I know. Forced so we we have or, a, or we, death. 
We got a super chat here from Flood. He says, have you seen Yuri Bezmenov's video from the 80s about ideological subversion? Yep. I see a lot of people recommending it to you. You should look into it. It explains why arguing against them is useless. You should prepare for war. New rule. Yes. Everybody. This new rule. We're just talking new about rules. It. Because I get probably 50 messages per day telling me to watch this, and I watched this video 20 years ago, you must send me $5 if you would like to recommend that I watch this video. But the good news is you'll be entered into a contest where when you are the 10 millionth person to recommend this, which I estimate will be probably in one week, (laughs) you will win that pot of all of the five. I'm kidding, by the way. Wait, wait. I want to be in on this because I have also seen this video. And everyone seems to not realize or, or just highly suggest it to me. I have seen it. I definitely I agree. It, he, he he talks about it. a lot of stuff that was going on back in the 80s that uh, he went through. And he escaped here because America. Yes. That's why he escaped here. Because I gotta, America. I got to tell you, man, it is, it is difficult getting 50 emails a day that all say the exact same thing. Yeah. And we have to create like a special folder that just auto deletes every time someone says Yuri Bezmenov. Yeah, I'm not true. kidding, man. You guys, like, I, 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 I appreciate, yes. yeah. I appreciate the enthusiasm. We've seen it. We all have seen it. Wait, it's, Lydia, have you seen it? I have seen it. We've it's, all seen it. Yes. It's official. Yay. So first. We've seen him talk. I've, I, I watched the video 20 years ago, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. Not 20 years ago, probably like 16, 17 years ago. I saw I it a, a few months ago now. I think it was it was that long ago. Maybe, maybe it was actually like 15 years ago when I was like a little older and the internet was becoming more prominent. I watched it when the red pill started really dissolving in the belly. <laughs> you know, first in. you got to take the red pill mm-hmm. and then it slowly starts, you know, then your muscles, dissolving. Then your muscles burst and, and expand. And then you, 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 you grew get, three feet. <laughs> <laughs> I started smashing. The, I started smashing the like no, no, button no. around then, that time. Then you were trying to type in Yuri Bezmanov, but your fingers were too massive and you're like, oh, <laughs> super red pill that's funny all right here we go here we go uh tragic says adam sweden democrats are not in the government they are framed as far right due to anti-establishment attitude and immigration restriction policies Mm, okay they would be more left than dnc in the usa they would yeah probably i think they're pro they're like they're pro universal health care because it's like a standard swedish thing yeah, okay. Even the Democratic Party is not for universal health care. That's a good point. Yeah, Biden's plan is like a public option with like low income subsidy like or something like that. Ah, oh, man. Yep. They they just want you on the government's uh, payroll. Teat, teat, if you will. Yep, on the dole. Oh, yep. here we go. This is interesting. Technically, Wright says decimation was a punishment in the Roman legion. When a group committed a capital offense, they would be divided into groups of 10 and would draw lots. The unlucky tenth would be would be beaten to death by the other nine. Whoa! Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's, that's metal. So ten percent. Uh, right. I'm sure it techni- it. technically is ten percent. But if you were that one, that ten percent, oh, you were decimated. Oh, yep. Wow. So all right. So yeah, we could see it. Wow. So here we go. Um, Raula Soros Rex says, "Hey gang, last week in an interview with Owens, Kingface touched on the Crips and Bloods being about community and later devolving into gang violence." Do you think Black Lives Matter is headed in that direction on a more national Red Guard adjacent scale? It's a good point, but I honestly don't know. I don't know. Same. Yeah, I can't. I can't think so. I can't think I can comment on it. Uh, Adam Gray says, hey, guys, today's my 32nd birthday. Number hey. one fan. Happy birthday. Almost finished with a new Trump mobile game. Let's defeat socialists with laughter and unity. Much love. Spin that UFO. Let's do our parts and troll for liberty. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. This, this spin is for you. I, you know what? I'm going to spin it the other way. 
Oh, he's gonna reverse. It's the a rare, spin. a rarity that I spin the the UFO the other way. I love it. So I want I want to point out something really funny. There we go. That's a birthday spin right there. Pretty good. Apparently, I'm just finding out that as for uh, per, I, I read. Well, you know, I'll just mention it. When it comes to uh, view count uh-huh. with with all of the Timcast channels plus IRL, this is one of the most watched network of political commentary on YouTube, apparently. Hey, Tim. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm really proud of you, But you know what it is? It's because it's it's all about milk toast fence sitting. It's all about just being right there in the middle. (laughs) No, that's wrong. You're you're wrong. God. Oh, oh. Oh, that feels feels, feels good, right? Now you know why I love it. (laughs) It's an addiction. No, no, no. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, no, you're wrong. You know why, Tim? (laughs) It's not from milk milk fence sitting, whatever. It's because of you, because you get up every single day and you do work and you you inspire a lot of people out there to to do to find the truth yourself. And that's that's important. And people need that. You know, I think it is. And I appreciate you. I think it's his work. I really do think it's his work. And thank you. Thank you for uh, hosting AdamCast. Thank you for pushing me to, uh, you know, start something. We tried it years ago. Well, our our show. Sure. But, you know, because of you, I have started my own channel and i get to use the studio and you know i, I you have get, a bigger studio you, i asked you i was like did you watch the show and he's like nah i was i was talking it's my day off dude <laughs> i still <laughs> work in the morning i know it's true What's no no I don't, I don't blame you but but i did i did sh- you know shout out and i, yeah. I sent you some appreciation so Here, here's I the really secret you. the secret is that i work every single day yep and uh today was particularly crazy with the driver crashing i almost didn't get it i was like i don't know if i'm able to do it we, yeah. we, we figured it out i got i got a splitter splitter bullets, cable man. some duct tape but uh i think you know if you want to compare what what i do to literally anybody else all that matters is if you think i'm good at what i do if you think i know things if you think i'm smart or insightful it's because i've been reading nothing but news for like a decade every day nonstop, no days off period yep that's true so if you dedicate yourself you get you get good at stuff that's really all that's all, all it is yeah but, but that was because somebody gave a shout out saying, uh, Mike D said, keep it the good work, Tim. The public is counting on you and your team for the truth. Bye bye, mm-hmm. CNN. Yes. And when I, you know, I saw him mention the CNN thing and I was like, CNN still gets substantially more views than I will probably ever get. Well, because they're but, in airports across no, the No, no, on YouTube. Oh, on oh YouTube specifically. Because they're being propped up by YouTube. Mm. That's a good point. But I did, it, it did make, you know, I, I was thinking about, it, I'm like, well, you know, you put in the hard work and you focus and you do what you got to do. We, we, are, we are on track, right? It might take five, ten years, but I think we'll beat CNN. I think so, too. I totally sure. do. We're going to do because, it. But it's not just going to be like one show. Right. You know, you've got your show now. It's the Cast Castle. Cast Network. Yep. It's yeah, good. We're going to be launching a vlog. We're going we're to be doing a thing where, like, every Sunday we open up mail. So all the mail you guys send us, we're going to open on camera. Yep. It's we're going to be, so be doing fun. skateboarding. We're going to be doing, like, firearms, gun range stuff, bows and arrows, yep, fun shenanigans, fun. science experiments. Ian wants to make like laser guns and stuff, so we're gonna have him. <laughs> what a surprise! But it's, but it's it's really gonna be like a big oh, a big network of a bunch of different kinds of content. Yeah, that's you know what I want to do is I want to I want to inspire people to be active, to be involved, yep. to follow their passions, and pay attention to to the world around them. And we're gonna have we're gonna start having real guests on the show again. Yes, I so can't so wait. we don't have the room. Plus, we're we're getting ready to move to this new location, and we are definitely gonna have guests. I have some guests in tune in line uh everyone everyone here actually has our own little uh list of guests that yes. are that are uh excited about being on the show and it's really cool and i'm just going to take this time can you can you jump over to uh the, the this full here? screen no 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 uh the monitor I got it. Oh, Boom. all right so 
I just want to I want to give a shout out here to Broken Render. We we did an art contest and I found an extra harumph board. What? Now now I already told him. I already hit him up on Twitter, but I felt it was only fair for me to to give him a shout out right now and show off this awesome art and so say cool. you are an officially a winner in the art contest as well. We have a few other uh winners and the boards were were sent out. Uh so uh, your yours is going to be uh, sent out soon. Woo. So cool. Nice. Good job. Good job. Very cool. All right. Francisco Melhoff Melhoff says, Adam said work on yourself, but I think what social media and victim culture has done is made us feel like we don't need to work on ourselves once we find a tribe or moral stance to get behind. Sad. Exactly. Very true. You know you know what, man? Yep. I don't care about anybody's tribes. I kinda wanna I just wanna do my thing. You know what I mean? Yep. My tribe is just me. It's me, it's my, me and my thing. Well, that's that's what I always, that's what I was doing. I was just doing my own thing. And that's what I've done for most of my life, actually. You know, and and that that's kind of not okay. We're, we can't just do our own thing and just expect the problems of the world to go away and or not affect us. Because eventually about, they will come and affect you. I'm talking about tribalism, though. Okay. Like when, when Trump said something about burning the flag, you know, should be like a one year in jail or something. Okay. I'm like, absolutely not. Right. I'm not, but, but there's a lot of people who are like, go Trump. Nah, free speech is free speech. Yep. You know, I, I, I would never burn the flag myself, but burning the flag symbolizes the freedom that the flag represents. That's true. So, you know, when I see people burning the flag, I'm like, America. It's like, guess what? You can't do that in China. They will beat you to death. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You can't even write a sign in Hong Kong now. This is getting crazy. That's true. But in America, we are so awesome. They're literally crazy people running around burning flags. And I'm just like, you know, I don't like it because that flag is representing that freedom they have. But the fact that they, it's a paradoxical almost. Yeah. Like, you got to let them burn the flag. What is that, that adage? To prove the freedom. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't agree with what you say, but, I'll, but defend. I'll, I'll defend your right to say it. I'll defend to the death. To right the to death, you're right yeah. to say yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. That's America, baby. Yes, That's it is. That's why America is so Beautiful. great. All right, let's see. Like, America. Let's, let's, yeah, America. That's what's funny. That's that's why the, the, the America, like the America meme is so great because it's like, you know, there's, there's that cartoon image of a morbidly obese guy and a rascal yeah. with like a bucket of fried chicken in front of him and he's got two guns and he's firing it. I'm like... I know you're making fun of that guy. Yeah. But come on, man. But that guy's living That's his like, best life. That, right, exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's a picture of someone very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken wing in his mouth. <laughs> Two rifles. Oh, boom. Oh, man. That's America, man. What do we got here? Uh, Cirilio says, pool crew, any thoughts on Rachel Chandler being the recruiting manager at Wayfair? She was abused by Epstein, then went on to procure girls for Epstein. Coincidences with Ghislaine's arrest. I do not believe the Wayfair thing at all. And the, the reason the reason it. I don't um, some people have pointed this out too. There's a ton of a ton of other websites that have the same things, products with with crummy listings and high prices. And some of them are actually industrial grade expensive things. I don't know if I buy that as a simple explanation because it sounds weird. Well, you but know, I, oh, go ahead. But I was going to say I also really really hate that people are like, "Whoa, on Amazon, there's a pillow for 10 grand." They must be selling children. Uh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. A few steps yeah, there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold on there. It could be drugs. It right. could be a million and one things. Could be a typo. Exactly. I, right, 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 right. Well, one, right. one thing I that I noticed, uh, I looked into it a little bit. Obviously, you know, people, I, I look into pretty much everything that's going on. And one of the one of the kids that was labeled was already found. Sent a video. No, posted a video saying, that's me. I'm I'm that person. 
and I'm safe. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not being trafficked. I was wondering, you know, one of, one, of, one of the other names. What are you doing? Spread my my info around because that that's that's me, and I'm not. I'm here right now. One of yeah. the other names was actually a solved case. Oh, really? Yeah, that um, they went missing, and then three years later, were found dead. Oh. And and that was like seven years ago. Okay. And now people are like, look, that name matches this missing person. And then um, I forgot who wrote about it. They were like, here's the actual news article. This this young child was unfortunately found dead. So it's not selling anybody. So look, man, do I think weird things goes on? We- there's weird things going on for sure. For sure. But I got to tell you, man, the Onion Network exists. And there are better ways to use, I don't want to say Bitcoin, for actually doing these nefarious things. Not going on Wayfair to try and buy the stuff. Right. They all, it's also like very public. And what would happen if a regular person bought it? Is there like a special thing? I don't know. Just the whole thing. The problem I have with all of these is they're like, I noticed strange emails. They were leaked by WikiLeaks and they talk about these strange things. (gasps) They must be selling children. And I'm like, dude, listen, hold on. Hold on. I get why you think that. But listen, you know what? You know what they do more than you know? You know what I can tell you? I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you one thing. You cannot. Okay. Prove. In most circumstances, that like all of these super governmental elites are trafficking children or whatever, there's just like ver- no evidence for it. But you can't, you can't say what if I were to tell the average person, let me ask you, Adam, do you think that Hillary Clinton does hard drugs? Not anymore, but you think she used to? I mean, define hard drugs like Coke, probably not. You don't think she ever did? Oh, oh, uh, maybe once. Do you think these, these, maybe, de- these Democrats the past, are, are, you think these Democrats are, are, are out partying with their buddies at high class clubs? With, they're all super rich. You don't think they're doing blow? I think there's a very high chance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So when I see an email and they're like, hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, those dudes are coked out of their mind. Yeah. yeah. And they're not, probably they're, for coke, not. Right. They're right. doing drugs, yeah. man. And that's why they're trying to cover it up and they're panicking. They're like, oh, no, they're going to find out I'm doing drugs. <laughs> the drugs. Wiping their nose off. I don't know if they do drugs. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did. In fact, I would place a large wager they are doing drugs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, if you're going to jump the gun on what you think they're doing, there are so many things they could be doing before you get to that point. Right. So it's infinitely more likely that someone at Wayfair made a prank where they put these posts up than it is that someone was actually trying to sell kids on the Internet. That's true. Yeah. What did you, what did you do? You grabbed something. Uh, yeah, I want to uh, thank uh, Billy McCord. He sent us... This is, this is great. <laughs> oh, that is excellent. That. Oh, I love it. It's the meme. So, so for those who don't know uh, what this is, this is Zuckerberg um, peeking over. We, we talked about Toilet this. Stall. At like, what was it, like two months ago? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. clearly he's been watching the show, sent to this board, which, which he knows when you poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so this, this is the sticker we want to put. Zuckerberg was here. Like in urinals. What is it? Kilroy was Mark? here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Facebook, nice. Facebook can calculate your behavior, and they know when you poop. Like they know on schedule because of how your phone moves. They know when you eat, and they can make they they can make these guesses with very very high certainty when you go poop. Yeah. So I was joking, saying what we need is a sticker that you can put on like when someone goes into a stall in the bathroom and closes it. As soon as they close it, they see Mark Zuckerberg's face peeking over, <laughs> and it says Facebook knows when you poop. And then somebody, I wish it said that knows when you poop but it says facebook was here it's still pretty good though that's awesome <laughs> the, the, yeah, and yeah, his nose yeah. need to be popping over oh, but i love it facebook. that's excellent uh, the sentiments there and it's wonderful great work so uh that was billy mccord thank you for that appreciate you thanks man interesting this uh mario says i'm a big fan i wanted to say one thing about youtube in the past few days i keep getting random recommendations of pro cop videos is it possible they are putting out fires they helped set it could be maybe it could be could yeah be. maybe 
Let's see. What is this? Um, Bill says, hey, Tim, have you heard about Amazon banning the English versions of Japanese light novels like No Game, No Life and Lazy Dungeon Master? I don't know. I haven't heard that. No. Same. Aaron M says, Hong Kong is shutting everything down almost to U.S. levels after surge in COVID numbers. They can't track many case origins, but the government doesn't check people crossing China border because no cases in 30 days or more or, or, or 30 days in China. Okay. I don't know. Oh, 30, okay. I don't, I don't know. There's a symbol there. Huh. Let's see. Uh, R.G. Merkel says, sending you five bucks so Adam can buy more whiskey. Oh. It's a little more than five. You add it to the But whiskey you have a lot fund. of whiskey, right? <laughs> I, uh, you have a lot of whiskey. No, I wouldn't say a lot. Never. I guess it's relative. I to have me, a few, I have do. a few bottles. Right, exactly. To me, I'm like, you got But I mean, I, I don't want to drink all of my whiskey. I like tasting different. I, I've been in a, I try to buy different whiskeys every time, um, but I have fallen for the peaty whiskey. So I'm, re- you ruined it for me. Why? Because I, I thought it was an ashtray? No, no. <laughs> oh, because LeFrog. Dude, LeFrog. The LeFrog 25 that you Ooh, got to celebrate. Celebrate. Uh, as an the, expensive bottle of whiskey. The start of uh, Timcast IRL, he bought a Lefroy 25 year, and I'm the only one who likes whiskey in the house, so I pretty much drank the whole bottle, and my goodness, I love that. So, like, it made me realize how much I love PD whiskey. Ardbeg, uh, Lefroy, those are my two, my, my, I haven't had another, uh, I can't find Ardbeg anywhere, so it's kind of, kind of tough, but. Zvoosh25 yeah. says, hey, can you read my $50 chat from before? And Zivush said, it's getting increasingly more scary to be a Jew here. With the left pushing Farrakhan and Omar saying Jews are the problem at BLM protests, saying Israel has no right to exist, defunding the police, and bad gun laws where Jews live, mostly New York and New Jersey. That's scary. But, but also you have Bill de Blasio specifically targeting the Jewish community. Yep. And you have the crimes of you know people targeting the Orthodox uh, Jews in New York. Yep. Yeah, man. It's, that's, and that's been going on for a while. And you know what you don't, you don't happen when I talk to my friend? I have a friend who's very, very far lefty and Jewish. Okay. She was adamant that it was all fake news and propaganda. Wow. And I mentioned a few things, and I said, do you know who Farrakhan is? And she's like, I heard of him. I'm like, you need to look up Chelsea Handler's Instagram. Right. You need to listen to what he says. Yeah. You need to look up the, just, just, just do a Google search and go look at the news, and you will have a rude awakening. I mean, he, he's even in, in this movie... Uh, Uncle Tom and the words that he spoke blew me away. He said, "The white is their enemy; they can never, ever, uh, not be." And that that's that's sad. That that's who they're idolizing, because that's not equality. I, that's that's pushing the divide, maintaining the the hatred, and and we we have to get rid of that. So it's it's a sad thing. Let's see. Uh, Fart baby says the bookshelves on the. Wayfair ads are photoshopped, apparently really dark subjects. Why would that be so obvious? A lot of people are saying it's to spoon feed the conspiratorial mind to be real. Mm, maybe. You know what you got to watch out for is, you know, bait traps. They want to control the news cycle. They want to manipulate you. They can easily put up a, a picture and then all of a sudden everyone starts screeching and distracted. Yep. And it, they, you know, true. Oh, we got this one. By who, wait, who was that uh, that gave me five bucks for whiskey? R.G. Merkel. Hey, thanks, R.G. I don't. I forgot to say thank you, and I, I thank you. Appreciate that. Vanjax eighty says Thomas Sowell audiobook on YouTube. Um, Black rednecks and white liberals take out the periods. YouTube censorship. Well worth the listen. Wow, you can't even say that. Seriously, we're, we're probably demonetized already for like. I'm yes, sure. and this is ridiculous. I, honestly, we. I, everyone, your challenge is great. If you support Black Lives Matter, watch that movie, Uncle Tom. Yeah, and you don't got to agree with them. A lot. You, of, a lot right. Of, you don't yeah. have to agree, but watch it because it's real. 
knowledge from the history of black people in America and the story of what they've been through. It's a counter perspective. Yeah, because it is. Th- you know, there there are other documentaries you can watch from Black Lives Matter, and there's a ton of them. like what? what what is the what would be the one that you you would suggest? Because I I can't I say the I name of it, but there's a James Baldwin documentary you can watch. Okay. Um, I, I want I want that. I literally I literally I, want, I literally, I literally can't. I can't say the name because really? it uses a slur. In the I don't name. know if we yeah. if we can even say the name of this movie. I mean, we've said it a bunch of times over the but whole. But I, d- I decided considering. But it is a movie that just came out. It's a documentary. That's what it's called. Listen, if you turn on Netflix. You're going to get a bunch of documentaries. In fact, I made a documentary about systemic racism in St. Louis. I made one. Yeah. It was called um, A Report from Occupied Territory, Ferguson. It was a Ferguson Report from Occupied Territory. Okay. And we talked about a lot of these issues that these communities face that are remnants of these, uh, these you know, old housing covenants that created these enclaves, which created multiple police departments. And it's really crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so these, these have a real profound impact. So the point is... Not to watch this this, docu- this new documentary, Uncle Tom, thinking that everything is going to be the real truth, right. but just to understand there are other perspectives, other arguments. Yes. And if you're only listening to people that you agree with, then you are not respecting the actual marginalized voices who are asking for your help. And yep. maybe you don't want to give it. That's fine. Maybe you disagree. That's fine. But you got to at least listen to them, right? I, 100%. That's the way I see it. Yep. So anyway, it is now 10.03, which Ooh. means it's about time. But before you go... You, it is imperative that you smash the like button. Oh, I was so ready yes. for that. <laughs> Nailed yeah. it. That was like a nice and, uh, and I and, but, slammed but, it but, home. Uh, but, I smashed it home. But for real, subscribe too. So <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better to stress this. Subscribing, liking, and hitting the notification bell, but also commenting. These things are all part of the system YouTube uses to determine who's a good channel. Yeah. And the more you engage, the more YouTube is like that people must really like this channel. So I'm just saying, like, if you want to comment, comment. But more importantly, subscribe, you know, really subscribe, like. And these things will help us grow. If you think we do a good, uh, good, uh, do a good job and we have a good message and we're, you know, fair and reasonable people, this really does help. Yep. So uh, other than that, you can make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. You can follow me, Adam Krigler, at Instagram Parlor. Oh yeah, parlor and too. Twitter. I forget. And you can and please go follow Adam Cast IRL. It's the channel on, on I just started on, on YouTube. I just started it, and me and Ian Crossland are starting a, sh- a Saturday show, um, and we jam out. We play some music. We talk about. We, we're going to be doing deep dives. I think this Saturday we're going to be doing a deep dive on Donald Trump. Oh, cool! Sounds <laughs> like fun. I'm dead serious. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be digging into who he is, what he's done. I, I'm learning more about him every day, and we're gonna we're gonna have a deep conversation about who he is, what he's done, because I feel like more people need to to know. So tune in tune in Saturday night, yeah. eight p.m. Adam Cast IRL on YouTube, and please, also don't, please subscribe. Don't Very forget cool. to follow at Sour Patch Lids L Y D S. Correct. There you go. There you go. There I am. And uh, we do the show Monday through Friday live at eight p.m. We put clips up through the day. We have big expansion dreams coming. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're about a month away from acquiring the new castle. Yes. Cast castle. There was, there was a literal castle we could have bought, too. Oh, it's man. Crazy. And we There's didn't... a few. Yeah. There's a few. Fa- but I was like, we no, we're not buying a castle. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I tried, they weren't, they weren't. They weren't expensive. Like, they, I mean, they're expensive, but for a, for a business with yeah. you know several people, it's actually not that bad. Right. But no, 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 no. We're going to get a house. We got a ton of stuff we're going to be adding. There's going to be a new channel. There's going to be a vlog channel. There's going to be skateboarding. There's going to be guns. There's going to be yep. craziness. You know, Ian just made a fruit leather using oh, an old yes. smoothie. He dehydrated it into delicious candy-like strips. We got. Amazing. Don't you guys want to watch that? You know, the cooking videos. 
Well, that's yep. coming up soon in about a month or two. So stick around. Yep. But thanks for hanging out for now. We will see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. Adios, everybody. Bye, Good night. Guys.